Yo, Joseph, what's up, man? Happy New Year. It's 2021. This is the first podcast of 2021. You should be super excited. I'm really excited. Why don't you just uh, do your intro? See, you're so excited. You're going to leave me to do my intro anyway. Well, I was hoping I would have my new intro for in time for this, but it just didn't work out. So we're just going to have to go with the um, the same old intro that we have all this time. So here we go. Run that intro. Nitro Something. is the glory. Welcome to the No Name RC Podcast with your hosts tonight, Keenan White, aka Lefty the Great, and if you are unlucky, the Finnish village idiot, JQ. This is the RC Podcast with no name, but plenty of content. So sit back, relax, and get ready for some serious bench racing. Yes, indeed, Nitro is the glory, but e-buggy pays the bills. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode number 108 of the No Name RC podcast, the first podcast of 2021. Happy New Year to you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed your holidays. Joseph, I'm going to have to mute you because your mic's really hot, so get that figured out. Um, Hey, man, we are back. We took a a hiatus here. I took a hiatus, desperately needed. Um, Yeah. But I've still been around. I've still been busy. You know, things have been busy. Silly season's been busy. I've been keeping up on things. But this is our first podcast. We do not have a guest this week. It's just going to be Joseph and I catching up on um, basically what's been going on while we've been while we've been kind of on vacation. There's a lot of things going on in the RC industry we need to talk about. So that's what it's going to be about this week. We're going to answer some of your questions and all that stuff. So thanks, guys. Like I said, I hope you guys had a good week. A good, sorry, a good. Christmas and all that stuff. I know I did. I, I haven't even really talked to Joseph about his Christmas. But uh, I just want to say thank you, everybody. Thank you to the NNRC squad around the world for all you guys' support. Uh, I was talking to a lot of people while I was kind of on vacation, and I appreciate that, uh, everybody. Um, thank you for the support. It's greatly appreciated. We're, we're growing. We're over, th- we're over 3,000 likes on the Facebook page and growing. Instagram's growing. Our YouTube. YouTube, man, I please, please... Can you go to YouTube, sub to the NNRC podcast um, channel, give us uh, put on that notification button, as well as give us a like. And also go to the JQ Racing TV channel. Uh, uh, oh, sorry, I had a little issue with my camera just now. Sorry. Um, yeah, go to the JQ Racing TV uh, YouTube and sub to Joseph. He's making great content. Uh, I was a part of our our ranking video and we've got a couple of other videos planned i'm going to be doing videos like one one subject uh videos short videos like kind of like what i did about cav but a little shorter so thank you everybody for tuning into that please we're trying to get to a thousand subs on our youtube on the nnrc youtube channel please help us we're at like 550 so everybody that signed up the other day i greatly appreciate it and uh and uh subscribed Shout out to all the patrons of NNRC, man. Love you guys like life. Thank you for all your support. Uh, I hope you guys had a great Christmas and whatnot. It's, you know, without those guys, we really can't do it. I was able to get some new equipment. I got myself a GoPro 9, stuff like that. I bought that out of the Patreon stuff. So thank you for that. Always trying to improve when I get to, hopefully when I get to races. So thank you to the patrons. If you guys wish to be a patron, there is a link in the written description 
of this podcast. Every little bit helps. Thank you, patrons of NNRC. Shout out to our sponsors, man. First off, I want to say shout out to Mayako. Remember, the contest ends on Friday. Like Mayako.official on Instagram and Facebook and share the pinned Facebook post for a chance to win an eight-scale buggy of your choice along with the top-of-the-line engine and servers. Head on over and do that now. We hear more. I actually hear more news is coming on Friday. So everybody's asking what Mayako is. We'll, I hope we all know what it is on Friday. So maybe they might be revealing what they're doing that day. So thank you to Mayako for their support. They are a title sponsor of the podcast. Shout out to RCMX Online. Beach RC, man, Brent, and Beach RC have been with us for, for since the inception. Thank you for all your support. Go check them out at My RC Box. I know the Beach RC, uh, Whale, and Lucas, and everybody will be at the Southern Indoor Championships, SIC, in Alabama this weekend. So go check them out. Tell them Lefty sent you. Grab yourself some no-name RC gear or some de decals. Techno RC, thank you to Techno RC for coming on another year with us. I greatly appreciate it. Uh, they've been a big supporter of the podcast. I think Techno RC has probably the best driver lineup going into 2021 for 8 scale. It's going to be interesting to see what they do. Thank you, Techno RC. Check them out. They, are, they bring you, you know, they're just been with us for a long time. And uh, I appreciate their support. Papa Willie's uh, Traction Tonic, another longtime sponsor of the podcast. Go check them out there. I think he's at the Chili Bowl, or a lot of his races are at the Chili Bowl. Big oval race going on. Remember, go to papawillies.net. Use promo code NNRC in all caps, and you will save 10% off your order. Off your order. Manscaped.com. Did you guys get your Manscaped gifts for Christmas? I hope you did. Because you remember, use the promo code no name in all caps, and you save 20% off your order, and you get free shipping. Cut through the jungle, find your manhood. Manscaped, it's a new thing. I need to do it myself. It's been a while. Racecraft USA, love them guys. Yeah, dude, at all them guys, do them with their command module. It's awesome. Hopefully when I get to America, I'll pick mine up. But if you haven't, their, their website's launching this week. Check them out and, um, yeah, show them some love. Let them know you, you heard about it from the No Name RC podcast. Love what Yeah Dude's doing and Racecraft are doing over there. Good luck to those guys at the TNR race, a main race this weekend. And uh, get pitted with them, man. Get pitted with Racecraft USA. Sun City RC. I was talking to Joey Showers and Corbin. Um, good luck to Corbin, man. And they got an operation yesterday. Thank you, Sun City RC, for your continued support. It is a bummer about what happened with RCGP, but we'll talk about that more. Go check them out if in the El Paso area. It's an awesome track. The Showers family are awesome. And see if you could beat Corbin on his, with his own control. I bet you can't. Uh, next up is JQ Racing. Thank you. Shout out to all my JQ Racing family. Love you guys like life. Shout out to all the JQ Racing team that is going to SIC this week. Good luck to you guys. I wish you all the best. Um, and I hope you guys have fun. I wish I was going with you, but I can't. So maybe next time. House of RC. House of RC. Connie has been a big, long-time supporter of the podcast. So we try to put, we're trying to help him uh, gain more subscribers. Well, not subscribers, more people into the House of RC Go check them out on Facebook. Go check them out on their on their website. Where this is like the one-stop shop for all your, your RC information. So if you guys go there, fill out your profiles. It's pretty cool. Um, he's doing a good, jo good job. Go sign up at House of RC if you can, please. If you haven't done it already, please do. Of course, RCGP, you know, they've been a big supporter of the podcast. Obviously, we're involved with it. Uh, too bad about the cancellation of the first round, but that does not mean RCGP is finished. We will look forward to the Portugal ROM. Shout out to my boy Wally Bills. He's doing good stuff. He's going to the AMA race this weekend. Show him some love. Throw him some love. And of course, JQ Threads, a, a clothing company providing uh, opportunities, not, ju not just uh, 
it's a company providing opportunities, not just about business. And shout out to my boy, Connor Ehlers of Duluth Cranes for his support. I greatly appreciate it. What's up, Joseph? Where are you? Are you there? Josie, it's time to come back into the, you know, everybody wants to see you. Come on. Hi. No one wants to see me. Oh, my God. What's up, Josie? I, I, you, your internet's acting up already. Um, what's going on, man? Happy New Year to you. It's been acting up. I, well, you, Santa didn't bring you some new internet, unfortunately. So, uh, how are you, man? How was your holidays? I see you got a lot of snow in Finland. You got a snow shovel. You must be just absolutely miserable. Yep, first year in in Finland of a winter in maybe a decade. And just just to get, you would think that this guy's from Finland and he'd be used to the cold weather, but this guy feels cold in California. Okay, him, yeah. Max, Jonas, all them guys were cold, and I'm like an island guy, and I'm like, oh, I have much more cushion than you. So, you know, yes. But how was your holidays, man? I saw you, 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 you. I looked like you enjoyed yourself. Did some non-RC stuff. We guys took a break, a hiatus. I actually needed it to gather myself. We still kind of worked. You pushed out some videos. Your last video was really good. We did a good video as well. But I'm, I'm eager. I'm happy to be back. And I'm. You got, we got a lot of stuff to talk about today, Joseph. Yeah, this is actually a new personal best. Three months, I haven't driven an RC car. Really? Last time was like 2nd of October or something that well, I drove. Um, what about the 10-scale stuff? Can you not get in there and do some stuff there, like what you was planning on doing? Yeah, but I haven't. Okay. I, but have, that's I have them already now, finally. So maybe Friday I'll go. All right. Cool, man. Um I don't know what you're fiddling with right there, but it's coming all the way through. Your mic's really hot. Yeah, you know, it was a quiet holiday for me. Obviously, I had um, my sister-in-law's here with her husband. They're still here. They decided to stay longer. Uh, it was good. Quiet Christmas Day. We was put on the, like, and then we was kind of on a, we actually, they released the curfew on Christmas Eve because that's when everybody does their dinner. So that was up open. You was able to be out to one o'clock in the morning. And it was peaceful. You know, I bought my son. My son got a computer. I also bought him. Um, my daughter got some gifts. My wife got what she wanted. And I got these two little mini crawlers. I bought it from BeachRC. Thank you, BeachRC. And I'm so disappointed. I'm so disappointed. I got the Axial Mini 24 crawlers. They look nice. They're nice. They're cool. They're easy to work. But, I mean, I had one, my yellow one. For, I bought a yellow and a white one, a yellow Jeep and a, a white Jeep. One for me, one for my son. And my yellow one just stopped working. So if anybody, I think it's the motors going. If anybody has any suggestions for these micro crawlers, um, even if you can point me in the right direction to buy a used setup form, I would like to get it back working. It's just sitting here on my desk. But yeah, it was a good win, uh, good Christmas, good New Year's. Quiet, like we was on complete lockdown for New Year's. Couldn't be out, and, couldn't be out after seven. In fact, we just came off a lockdown where on the weekends you have to be in your house by twelve. So now it's three. So we kind of went on tight lockdown, blah, blah, blah. But we enjoyed it. And I'm still kind of enjoying my, you know, like I took an extra week last week and just, just relax. Like, you know, just do stuff. So it's good. But now it's time to get back to work. We got a lot of racing going on. We had the 10 scale race at the CRC, RC, 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 RC race. Um, you got three eight scale races going on this weekend. Big, the, obviously SIC is the biggest one. Then you have the TNR Team Nelson Racing, A-Main Challenge, where Anthony Westergaard built that track. It looks badass. 
That's going on at uh, Victorville SoCal Raceway. And, of course, uh, the CRCRCRC 8-scale version of the 10-scale version is this week. That That's the oldest race out of those two, really. That race has been around, I think, longer than DNC. It's CRCRC race. It just lost a lot of its uh, luster. And um, it, I think this year it kind of came back, especially on the 10-scale side. It's always been a big race for 10-scale, but 8-scale, not so much. So good stuff, man. Good stuff. Anything else you want to talk about? Anything else you want to catch up with before we, we go on to some news and stuff, Joseph? Anything else that uh, you would like to talk about before we head into doing some, some news? No, let's do the news. Silly season. Yeah, because we got, a lot, we got a lot of questions. We got a lot of silly season to talk about. So, you know, let's just get right into that. And we will start with the RC News brought to you by Manscaped.com. Now, as you guys know, Manscaped has been a, a sponsor of the podcast for a few, for about six months now. I've been using their products. I actually have to order some more, some more replacement blades. And obviously, I need to order some more of those comfortable boxers because they're so nice. So they've been on there for a while. I mean, it's out of the industry sponsorship. We all need a little trim here, trimmed on there. You know, it's good for males, females, all that type of stuff. Manscaping is the new thing. Try out their new lawnmower 3.0 with, it's got, Lithium-ion batteries, long life, a light, it's waterproof, it's got exchangeable blades. It, it's just great. I've been using it on my on myself, on my body, as well as my face. So yeah. Also, you got you got they got so many like the ball deodorant and ball spritzer and all this type of stuff just to keep your 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 manly parts smelling fresh and and, and good order, you know, because Women do like that. Like they like, you know, they like all that stuff. So go check them out at www.manscape.com. Pick yourself up a lawnmower 3.0 kit. Use the promo code no name in all caps and save 20% off your order. Thank you, manscape.com, for supporting the podcast. So, Joseph, I, I, I try not to have I'm trying not to answer too many silly season and whatnot questions in the the manscape news. But I just want to talk about something that I think is absolutely awesome, and I want to say congratulations to them because I think it's badass. I know you're not into this, Joseph. I know you aren't into the into the no prep drag racing scene, right? But it's actually really it's really growing. They have a race coming up in Vegas with 256 participants so far, and a and a you know um, a pot of over 25. I think it's almost 25 thousand dollars right now. So one person is going to walk away with over 20k in Vegas, uh, in, at the, after DNC. This happens after DNC. All right, so that's cool. I've talked about that. Actually, the podcast is part of that. It's a sponsor. Unfortunately, I don't think I'll be there, unfortunately. But what was really cool is, you know, Tim Smith has the TSR podcast, his, his, his podcast, which he talks about drag racing. I love it. I like Tim's energy. I like his character. Um, I, I just I, I have a lot of respect for him, what he's done in RC. What he done, he had, you know, like this whole no prep started with um, from a show from Discovery Channel. It's called The 405 or Street Outlaws. So they had the main character, who's this guy, Big Chief. Now, I don't know much about this, but this guy super popular. I have never really, I've glanced at this. I'm not really into drag racing like that. So I've, you are, I feel so bad. You're just drinking Smirnoff ice, like, and I'm, I'm drinking water. Uh, but anyway, they had Big Chief on their podcast, and it was cool, man. Like, he gets it. Like, he was talking about how they have to film and all that type of stuff. And it's funny. He, he, was, he was really stoked to see the RC version of the cars and all that type of stuff. But it's funny what he said is, yeah, you know, I had a friend in high school. 
and he said his name. I can't remember his name. And I remember I walked into his garage and he had like a fully full professional RC setup and he was sponsored by Losi and all this type of stuff. And he goes, I didn't even know this was a thing. Right? He didn't even know, like, and that's a, that's a big thing I, I bought from that. There's so many people out there that just don't know what we're doing. They didn't even know that we raced this stuff. But it was it was a good listen, man. Tim and them guys were so excited. I could imagine. It would be like, who would, who would get you excited like that to have on the podcast, Joseph? Like, if you could have somebody. Who would get me? Yeah, if you could get somebody, like, outside of RC who's into R, like, onto this podcast, who would you, who would you like to get on her? I don't know. To be honest, no one excited. I would like to get one of these motocross guys on her, like oh, like like Villapoto or something like that. That'd be cool. Or, or no, I would love. You know, I like Steve Mathis. I just like to get him on her just because I'm a fan of his. But yeah, I thought that was a cool thing. Cross promotion with RC, like you know, I, I'm not saying this is going to lead to anything for RC, but I just think it's cool. And any exposure that we get, congratulations to Tim Matthew Hausen, TSR Speed Shop. Go check them out. They're on iTunes, all that stuff. It was a good interview. Good to have stars coming on to. Maybe that guy Dax Shepard could come on the podcast. That'd be good. Yeah. All right, Joseph. Um, there's been a lot of things going on in RC. Obviously, we can't cover all the news items. So I just put down what I think is like in the month that we've been off, there's lots of silly season changes. There's lots of things going on. But let's talk about this CRCRC race, right? This is the first... This is the first tense, big 10-scale race of the year. There's no Reedy this year. So this is kind of like the Reedy. Not it isn't the Reedy race, but it is kind of like the Reedy race. You don't know what I mean? It obviously doesn't follow Reedy format and doesn't have the international flavor, but this is the first big race of the year. You bad? You're, hello? Hello? Yeah. Man, your internet's really bad. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. I don't know. It's been struggling now today uh, or a couple of days now. <laughs> well, we Maybe just, all the snow. Might, that might have something to do Maybe with it. Maybe the snow is burying the signal. Yeah, we need to get you to California, dude. Um, or out of, out, of Sweden, out of Finland, for sure. We have the... So what do you think about this? Okay, let's, let's go through some of the results here at the CRCRCRC race. So Rivkin wins two-wheel drive. We have Rivkin, first and two-wheel drive. Drayton, stop. Dragon, it's great to see uh, Drayton back racing. He came out swinging. His dad messaged me about a month, month and a half ago. He was talking. It's like, we're coming back. I like Chad. I really need, I should get Chad on this podcast. He, he does not give a hoot, and he will say what he has to say. I like that. Drayton, second and two-wheel drive, which is exceptional because, you know, he kind of struggled in mod, in mod. and He went back on to stock, and he's back in mod, and... And he's pulling out a second. Fenden, third. Full drive, first Fend. Second, Rivkin, third. Rendekernick. And then Truck, Fend, Tollard, and Calf. So I think I, I think that's pretty. Let's see. We had one. I don't know. I think Drayton's running AE. So there one, two AEs. Two, two, TLR, two AEs in two-wheel drive. Two TLRs in four-wheel drive. And two TLRs in, um, in Truck even though it was a light class. And Born a Crime fucking won everything. He, t- he TQ'd and came first and second and four-wheel drive. Yeah, I, I must get, I'm going to have to give Born a Crime, Matthew Gonzalez, some props. He's doing really good, man. He needs to race some Nitro. Though. Yeah, but he's racing stock. I know. He needs to race mod, but then he said, oh, I'm going to do one more year of, of stock. And I'm like, um, 
Maybe he wants to win the stock nationals and stuff like that. I, he's the Martin Davalos uh, of RC he's racing. He's still young. He's still young. And talking to Chad, he says Drayton's going to focus on Nitro this year too. So I'm, I'm happy to see what this is. I mean, who wants to get Bornacron running Nitro here? Please raise a hand. I do. I want to see these young guys race Nitro, like these young 10 scale guys, the Horns, Rennick, all these guys. Ooh. Ooh. We're in for a lot of good racing if it happens this year. All right, Joseph. So did you watch any of this race? Did you watch the videos that I posted up or anything like that? I watched a bit, but you know what? <sighs> Let's start off with this. 10 scale racing, it's still so boring to watch. I've said this before. The tracks are too smooth and fast. It just it's boring. They can't do anything. I think to make 10 scale racing interesting, you need to make slow the tracks down. Slow the tracks down, make them technical, make people make mistakes, make it so they can actually race each other. Mm-hmm. Now these kind of smooth freeways, it just there's no racing really. They just drive after each other and take each other out sometimes, <laughs> or sometimes someone makes a mistake and someone gets by, but it's it's just boring. It's so boring to watch. And I'm I, in RC. I'm into RC. I and actually it's boring to watch. I actually did not watch any of this. I did watch I watched the scoring. There it was some good racing. And I want to shout out to Cameron Ayers. She TQ'd around as well in, in stock. I believe two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive. It's good to see female racers uh, mixing it up in the A mains. So congratulations to her. Um, I think there was some good racing because guys were getting savage. There were multiple, multiple incidents. I didn't see them all. That excites me. But yeah, I mean, um, I did not sit at my computer and watch this. You know what I mean? Like I would a nitro race. So, but it doesn't mean that I didn't enjoy it. So yeah, but I could agree with you. Some more technical tracks, slow it down a bit. Um, and, uh, just make some jumps that you have to string together and stuff like that. I would like to see more of a supercross style. Um, I think a supercross style 10 scale track like make, yeah, but I mean, it is what it is. This race been going on for a long time. Congratulations to Borna Cron. Congratulations to, to the, to everybody that won. But we got to talk because a lot of stuff happened at this race. Um, I was reading a race report by, I think it was Butters RC. He actually was part of this. He put out, had a class um, I had a lot of people messaging me talking about, oh, Cav isn't looking so goaty. The goat isn't looking so goaty at this race. And I just said, you know, look, calm down. Calm down. He's on new tires. Not so much a new platform because we've been running the two-wheel drive for a while. But Cav had a so-so, a so-so CRC, CRC. I think he finished fourth in four-wheel drive, seventh or eighth in two-wheel drive, and third in truck. But what impressed me was I was reading this guy's report, and he said that Cav actually after the race was charging batteries up and back on the track trying to figure things out so that tells me we're in for a surprise but we'll talk more about that in the silly season thing so yes Cav did not have a goatee goat-esque uh weekend but he's got plenty of weekends to come the young guys stepped up and they put on a show but it's not without drama but the the incidents happened not just with the young guys. It happened. I saw an incident with Ciccarello and the older guy Horn in the forty plus. Like, like they were taking each other out. Did you see that? Where in the same race, someone sent me the video, but I just I have to find it again. But Cheeky and the uh, eight, I think uh, Alan Horn is his name. They were going at it really hard uh, in their aiming or uh, in their oh, race. So let's talk about what everybody's talking about. Yes, 
I, I kind of blew this up a little bit um, by posting it. But let me tell you, I didn't, I didn't go out looking for it. Someone said, like, told me, I saw this on the Facebook, and I said, oh, what happened? And I saw one video. I said, oh, that looks pretty, yeah. Hey, this is what, this is racing, right? If, if two top pros, two young pros get into each other at a race, for me, that's news. This is what we look for. When we, go to, we watch racing. Yes, we like to watch racing, but we also like to watch the accidents and the drama and all that stuff. So I thought this was fun. It was a boring Monday, so I posted it up, and I got a lot of, I got a lot of responses. And I, I said to myself, if I would rather have people debating about this than debating about what's going, than hating each other about what's going on in the world right now. So if it took their mind off what's going on in the world with this little accident, then so be it. Do you have it pulled up there, Joseph? Let's let's show the. No, I actually have it. So um, let's uh let's uh let's let me find it. I have two views. So let's look at two views here. Let me, hopefully this goes right. Um, okay. Add to screen. Sorry, guys. It's been a while since I've done this, so I'm a little rusty. Let's slow it down. Someone clapping. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't see that on the first one. Yeah. I, this is a testament to the durability of the Losi car because that car took a bunch of cartwheels and then smack that metal pipe and he kept on going with a generous marshal position i'm surprised you haven't said anything about that all right so we saw that we have another angle too that i want to show people um one second so let me bring that up uh we have another another angle this is the live rc angle and uh this is from i i, I added the music okay people yes i added the music Uh, it's so choppy. I don't hear any music. You have to share your screen, dude. Oh, it isn't sharing? Hold on. Uh, I, I, it's so... Uh, all right. Sorry, my bad. Here's the second incident. This is actually from the um, live RC camera angle. So it got a little closer. You said we were gonna disagree on this, so yeah. Take take it back. Okay, pause it there. Pause it there. Okay, now you tell me if, what you think first. Okay. So this is Rivkin. Rivkin is ahead of Fend going on to the front straight. Fend is on the inside. Okay. About to make a move. Right, but see right then here. They tangle. All right. See right here. Then they crash. See here. So what's your opinion? Okay. See here. He's this. Yeah. He's floating over this jump. He's going too fast, but this is where he really gets unsettled on number eight. And what happens if you go forward just a touch? Right here, right? Number eight, right? He's on the ground. They're neck and neck, right here, right? Mm -hmm. 
he gets floaty right here. He comes off the he flo he he's floaty. He's turning left. It's not. I don't yes, think he is because he got floaty yes, here. He this no, this straightaway no. curves left, Joseph. One billion percent. No. Rivkin sees Fend coming up the inside and he turns left to block the line. Which is it's nothing wrong with that. If he done that. Oh, there's nothing wrong with that. Of course there's something no. wrong with that. No. He's turning onto something. No, Fend but he's he, already there. He, he's not, turning in on Fend. No, he's not. Look, this it's is Rivkin. Yes, he is. Right Look, here. He cannot turn left now. He is He cannot turn left. There is a car there. He can't close the door. He can't take the line away because there's someone there already. Right. Look, now this he is... He made a mistake. His He's late. His suspension, he should have done it before Fenn He should have done him. it. He should have done it. But you can see right here where his suspension's compression is... His his because he's turning fucking left. <sighs> you know what? He intentionally turned left to block the line, but Fend was already there. Did he intentionally cause a crash? No, you can't do that at that speed. But he was thinking, I'm not going to allow Fend to get by me, so I'm going to turn left and block him. You, you know what my, my good buddy Mike Hill, You know what my good buddy Mike Hill always tells me? He goes, lefty, what? we're racist. We shut doors. We don't open doors up for people. This is racing. Yeah, and that, I would yeah, do the same thing. Did. Exactly. Yeah, but whose fault was that? One hundred percent Rivkin's fault. Yeah, but it's a racing incident. I would have been trying yeah, to block but him if too. This was fucking real cars. Then someone could have got hurt. You well, know, like you don't do that this in RC. It's not real cars, so people just do what whatever the hell they want. But no, those kind of moves aren't good. Like I, I beg to differ. To, if if you want to place blame somewhere you place it on Rivkin like he 100% caused that I he agree made a mistake went wide and then Fender was going by him and he closed the door so let me ask you something crash. not and that he didn't wait he didn't get a penalty he won the race mm -hmm. now let me you ask know? you something not that you would ever be in the class with these guys but what would you do if you was in Rivkin you would do the same thing you would probably be like, yes all right so what happened is he, he started to turn left, but then he got unsettled, and by that time, it was too late to bring it back. So it's a race. No, yes, no, it was. there was no. Yes, it there is. was not. Being unsettled had zero part in that. Lies. I think you're wrong. And you know what? We can no. argue about this forever, but we're not. He wasn't unsettled at any point. Yes, he was. When no, he, went, he wasn't. Go watch he, it again. I did watch it, it up over, over and Put over and over and over again. Put it up again and show me where Rivkin is out of I control. I did. You didn't want to listen. No, go back and show me. Oh, shit. I, Put it on screen. I got to find them again. <laughs> Hold on. Um, I, I lost them because I closed them out. Give me, give me. Oh. I want to see you. Restore a previous session or something. All right. No, that's, 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 uh, let's go to the live RC camera angle so we can see. That's the best one. Yeah. Show me where he's out of control and can't help but hit Fend. Show me that moment. I want to see. Okay. I will. All right. Can you see it? Yeah. All right. All right. We're coming up onto it. Right. Right on the eight. He's okay. Why did, the, why did the car start turning left there? Because he's out of control? No. He's, look, listen. 
he's turning left before he gets to the eight, right? He comes off the nine. He comes off the nine. He's in the air, right? He's turning. He's starting to turn left because he sees Fen coming. Nothing wrong with that. He then lands. He's turning left. So he's obviously going left at this point now. He's, you can see that he's crooked, right? So he continues. He's unsettled. His car's off the ground. Fen's car's there's, on the ground. He's nothing, already turning left. There's nothing unsettled about that. He was turning left back at nine. And then it just, when it caught her, he jumped off and he went. He actually, if he wanted, if, if he if had wanted, if he had wanted to go exactly in the middle of these numbers, he could have. If he wanted to go to the inside of them, he could. If he wanted to go to the outside of them, he could. Okay. One hundred percent. What happens here is because Rivkin wanted it to happen. Yeah, you would have done the same thing. You would have done. You, in fact, what do I have to do with because this fucking a, situation? Any racer. The question is. The question is. Did Rivkin cause this? Did Rivkin do this intentionally? Or is it some is he out of control and it's just a racing incident like crazy how that happened? Like he had no part in it. No, I I That's actually No, no, no. Of course he had a part in it. Of course. Of course. I actually think Dakota Fenn was the innocent person in this one, but I consider it a racing incident. I think they were both fighting for the lead. Well, then let's go back to 2017 when Angaro pushed Mayfield out into the pits and fenced him. You forgot about that, didn't you? Yeah, no, you forgot I about, forgot that. about that. What about mm -hmm. it? Mm -hmm. What about it? Angaro didn't have to go as wide and he fenced Mayfield. He did that on purpose. We loved it, right? <sighs> Do we have to? I don't know where that video is. No, we ain't gonna pull that out. He fenched Mayfield. I'm just saying, right? All right. So apparently, there's a lot of booze, and this is what all the, everybody was talking about the next day, or even just that day. And you know what I have to say about this? You know what I have to say about this, Joseph? Thank you, Spencer Rivkin, for insinuating the TLR and AE rivalry again. Most desperate, instigating, instigating initiating initiating this is what i think this is what i think i heard like like he wasn't involved in i wasn't there so i can't say but i heard it was multiple incidents like with rena connect i heard he got hannah rena connect got hacked and just just incidents like so i think i think it was like old days at this race like ae versus tlr and i love this like if i'm thomas tran right now i'm putting my team drivers on high alert i'll be like all right boys it's, it's on we're going to this race. We're going to this next race. We're going to this next race. And, we, you know, we're going to be on. And I'm not saying go out there and take people out. But don't afraid, don't be afraid to be aggressive. And if you heard this, if you heard the caca while you're driving, that means team orders. Right? That means you got to, you heard that caca, 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 caca. That means one of you guys has got to, got to take one for the team. And if I'm AE, if I'm Rivkin right now, I'm going to this next, if I'm Rivkin, I'm embracing this i'll be like hey i i want to win i do what it takes to win this is what it took to win but i also know that if i'm rifkin i know i'm got a bullseye on my back but you got a whole team to back you up you got, you got this is the whole thing you got you got the whole ae team with the one up ae team and the factory tracks ae team and tlr like tlr is super big right now like these, this is like 1990s all over again. And I'm so excited. We're going to, like, I'm not saying I don't want to see people out there purposely taking each other out, but this is racing. 
like people were like, this is just toy cars. You're stupid to be of the. No, let me tell you something. Stop being toy cars because both of those guys get paid. And that position between first and second is a matter. Not that I know they want to win, but it's a matter of money too. People don't seem to understand that. That's contingency right there. That they're they're not from first to second. I'm sure it's a big difference in contingency. You get what I'm saying? But it's not in that. I bet you. The only thing that could have made this better. You know what could have made this better, Joseph? One thing. What's that? If it would have been Cav instead of Fand. Oh my gosh. If it would have been Cav, oh, oh, he would have probably blown. He, oh, ooh, I would have loved to be there when that happened. He would yeah. have lost I his think, crap. My opinion is that it's not a big deal. It's not that big of a deal, I think, because it's what happened was. It's it was hard racing sort of gone wrong in mm-hmm. a sense. So the intention wasn't to take Fend out. That part is a racing incident, like what happened after that. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm I think that it okay, it's not that big of a deal. I wouldn't be like, oh, 100 percent you have to give a penalty. Because there is that sense of it being a racing incident. But uh I think it's a really stupid choice by Rivkin, like okay. to do that because you're on the straight and he's already there. So to cut, to block him there is not sensible. Like what's the best outcome there? Seriously. Like what, like you have to surrender the position at that point. There's a difference between racing aggressive and hard and, you know, uh, diving to the inside and pushing someone out or something like this. There are differences to how you race aggressively and that kind of, aggressive driving that incident that we just saw that's not the sort of good kind of aggressive in my opinion well i, I so, you know you, yeah. I, I i get what you're saying but also we have to understand like this happened in honestly like i think i okay this is this is how i kind of think i think rifkin saw him coming is like oh i gotta i gotta block him right he blocked him you say he didn't get unsettled i think he just it's like chicken. He went over too far, and he tried to bring it back at the la- like he tried to, but he realizes too. Like I don't. No, I don't think. So. I, don't, I think he just thought he was far enough right, ahead that, where he still could do it. Right, but uh, like I mean, look at look at how many cartwheels and how it smacked that. Like he could have broke. Like he got lucky. Like out of this, it meant like if he'd done this intentionally, he could have like just lost everything. Like so, I think it was a recent incident. Uh, I think uh, Fend and Rifkin are gonna go after each other. I think. Um, and, and that's good. We need this rivalry back. This is what we need. People's like, this is destroying RC. No, no. This no, is- it's it, what RC needs, to exactly. be honest. It's stale. It's boring. Yeah, of course. We need some, something you know, to make that's- it more exciting. But to get back to what I said uh, before, I think that more importantly, they need to start building different tracks for these races because it's just not interesting to watch, seriously. Everyone's doing the exact same thing and just freight train around the track. It's just make the slow the tracks down, make them more technical. It will make it more fun. The racing will be closer. It will be better. Okay. All right. Well, that, that not, enough about that. I I like I said, thank you, Rivkin, for initiating the TLR AE beef again. Well, I don't know why my light keeps switching off. And um, I also was reading that Maddie G got uh, Warner Crime got accused of cheating too motor cheating by a b manor of all things so that's the issue with that stock class i like it but ugh, it's 
that ki- that kid's fast. Like, let's just put it that way. Like, he's good, and he won, and he needs to run Mod and Nitro. Won a crime. Good luck. Good job, dude. And congratulations to Sp- now. Who do who wins this? Does Spencer win this? Spencer's got a, a first. Yeah, I think Spencer wins this. He's got a first in two wheel drive and a second. Yeah, he wins the overall in my book. Good job to AE AE one TLR zero. Let's see what you guys do in, in eight scale. That's what I'm looking forward to seeing. So good because hey TLR's got a squad in eight scale. And speaking of squad. Tebow, man, Tebow went up to the Hobbyplex and got beat again by Mason Fuller, and I think he got beat by Wiggins this weekend. This track is Tebow's kryptonite, man, but I think he, I think he goes up there because it's a challenge, and the Fullers are super. I mean, Ashton, Ashton's driving TLR now, so the Fullers have this track done, but those TLRs are really good in that Hobbyplex track, and man, congratulations to Mason Fuller, he beat Tebow straight up again. That's the second time he's done that at this track. No, I think he, yeah, at this track. What do you think about that? Do you think this track is uh, is Tebow's kryptonite? It's an indoor track, lots of one eighties, you know. I don't know. It's it's just, it's just. Do you have I've a? Never even seen it. Yeah, I, I, I think he goes up there because it's such a challenge for him. But uh, yeah, he got beat there. Or does he live far far from the track and it's their home track? Or no, it's not their home track because it's probably a, a trip. It's in it's in Omaha or I, Omaha, I think. Yeah. I don't, I mean, it's it's obviously drivable, but I don't think it's like, oh, I can go there as my home track. But it's it's a track that these got, that a lot of people go to a lot, and if you got it done, it's like OCRC. If you're fast at OCRC, you're fast. You know what I mean? But, I mean, the Fullers are fast, period. And Ashton, oh, Ashton out-TQ Tebow. That's a good job. My name is happy about that. So congratulations to those guys at that race. Uh, out at HB. Not a big thing. Uh, he didn't really do much for HB. He was collecting a paycheck for not doing much, I would say. So HB cut ties with that. And he's he's like with RC Mart again. But he was with RC Mart before. He is the enigma. Like we, one day we like we have to do a video about horror and where his where his career just went wrong. Like you know, and how it just spiraled after down spiraled after that. Like because he's been he's like what forty one now, forty two, and he's still an RC Gypsy. Like. You would think that Har in all this time would have set himself up by this age to be straight and RC and not bouncing around. But see, you can't be a pro driver like that for all your life. Like, he's been gypsying it too much. So it's like his value, of, you think his value is still there? Or is it, does he still bring value to a team like he once used to? Maybe not on the racing side. He, but can, if, he can for the right, right, right team or right kind of brand. But you, yeah. Check I don't your, know what's up with him. Check your mic when you got a chance, too. Uh, Invisible Speed, Joseph. I actually need to... What do I have to do to get those two books out to the people that want? I need to talk to you about But people want to know what is up with Invisible Speed, when is it shipping, et cetera, stuff like that. Well, it's shipped now from the printer to the logistics company who then ship it to their customers. So okay. All right. It should ship next week, I guess. <clears throat> Maybe some people will get them already end of next week. Sweet. Also, remember, guys, the Viking Runafalk has launched a new website. It's really good. Uh, check it out at www.davidrunafalk.com. Uh, I like it. It's stylish. I wish I could get one like that for the No Name RC podcast. It's really nice. <clears throat> but check him out. I like David. His, David's itching to get back racing too, man. So, yeah. And the bigger news, disappointing news, but not not. Not surprising to me is, excuse me, 
the RCGP in El Paso canceled. Oh, that sucks. But I kind of knew this was going to happen. And it's mainly to do with the COVID restrictions and, and travel. Like, basically, like, to do, to do this race, everybody has to come, including you. Everybody from Europe has to come over. Hey, pay attention to me. I'm talking. And it just wasn't. Yeah, I'm just, we're talking about RCGP. Canceled. Okay. Wow. Well, what, what I'm basically saying me? is, yes, like, people can say, yes, there's other races going on and stuff like that. But what they don't understand, what, what has to be understood is that all the film, everybody that puts on this race is in Europe. And even the main racers that are, that are racing in are in Europe. So they can't come over to El Paso, unfortunately, right now. So the race can't happen. But that's not saying that, <clears throat> but that doesn't mean that RCGP is canceled because the Portugal race is in June if, if COVID allows it. And then you have, where is it, Germany after that, Joseph? I think it's Germany. And then we have the USA Austria. run. Austria. Austria, and then you have the USA run. So maybe there's gonna there still can be a USA run just at the end of it, correct? Yeah. So last race. Yeah, should be good. It's not going anywhere. <clears throat> it's just I mean, unless they you know start the civil war or something. <laughs> yeah, unless something else. This is twenty twenty one. Anything. The start of twenty twenty one has been crazy. So who knows what's gonna happen? But. Speaking on this, are we going to, do you think we're going to see more race cancellations due to COVID? Like, I'm kind of like planning for DNC. I think it's possible. Yeah, I'm kind of planning for DNC, but I don't, I'm not even sure if I'm going to go. Like, I'm planning and hoping for the best, but I really have to monitor how the situation is, uh, especially with travel and what's going on in California, especially because it's a little bit more strict. Before I, I really go, like, I don't know what I'm going to do. So Well, I can't even go. I know. I know. So that sucks. Um, no, I'm not able to travel to America. Yeah. You, can you even go to anywhere in Europe? I can go to, yeah, I can travel in Europe. But many European countries have various lockdowns and stuff, so... Yeah, because we have Montpellier yeah. coming up uh, next at the so end of this not, month. Not great. Is Montpellier going to happen? Yeah, I think you. I would. I think you should get. I to don't that. know. It, I guess it would be cool if you get to that race. Uh, so, like I said, we have the SIC Southern Indoor Championship put on by Race Time in Alabama this week. That's going to be a big. That's going to be the biggest race this week. And then we have the TNR Team Nelson Racing Fuels A Main Challenge at SoCal Raceway. This track. This race actually has. A lot of prizes. They've got a cash giveaway. Here's how they do it. They have a cash giveaway for $3,000, First, $3,000. Second, $2,000. Third, $1,000. And then fourth to twelfth, all get $65. Bucks. But they hold a raffle to see which class that falls under. I think that's pretty cool. So 40-plus might win it. You know, and other juniors might win it or something like that. So that's pretty cool. I like it. I like Chris Nelson and what he's doing, and good luck to everybody at this race. The track looks awesome. I think it's going to be good. And, uh, yeah, I think, that's, I think that's about it for news, Joseph. I think it's time to go on to the Beach RC questions. What do you think? Yeah. Sure. Beach RC bench racing Q&A. Cue it up. 
BeachRC.com, the racer's one-stop online hobby shop. Choose from all the popular brands and variety in stock with super fast shipping and great customer service. BeachRC.com still has the local hobby shop feel with all the benefits of the internet. BeachRC.com is the exclusive distributor for Ultimate Racing, JQ Racing, Pro Circuit Racing Tires, Nitro Lux Fuels, and Assault RC Performance Products. So fill up your cart and check out at BeachRC.com today. Thank you, BeachRC. Thank you to Brent, Lucas, everybody for the support of Brick and Mortar Hobby Shop. Go check them out at www.beachrc.com. We have an affiliate link. If you can use that affiliate link, it is in the written description of this podcast. It really helps us out. Thank you very much. Joseph, get on your thinking cap, dude, because uh, you got a lot of questions here. We got quite a bit of questions here. So I need you to pay attention and stop focusing on whatever you're focusing on in that screen right now because I see your eyes and I'm I see your brain. Well, you're busy recording with me, so let's go. First question from oh, okay. Chris Trudeau. We only ever hear about tire prep in 10 scale, saucing, burning, cutting, etc. But does the same prep happen in 8 scale? Is it done in 8 scale? Ironic that for many of the top pros, you hear about the desire for traction and the lengths they go through in 10 scale. So why isn't the same argument in 8 scale by these same pros? Or is it we just don't hear, hear it or talk about it? Is there a double standard? No, I just think 8 scale cars are four-wheel drive, bigger, heavier, and generate more traction. No, that's not it. We race on different kind of tracks. If we raced on those, sort of if every race was at Thornhill, covered track, no sun sun hitting the track, smooth uh, groove, then yeah, the tires would be a bigger deal. But when we race outdoors, sun heats up the track, it gets rough, loamy, dusty, like you, we run pin tires, the additive doesn't matter as much, then it doesn't, yeah, it's just not the same. Yeah. Also, we run for a longer time. Like, mm -hmm. imagine your whole tire program is like worked around some additive and a slick tire, and we race for a 45 minute main. Like, what's that going to do for you? Additive can help in. Uh, so it's different. I mean, I've, the most I've done, I think they use tire warmers. I've never used that. I've used uh, sauce in qualifying. Like I said, after I think it's good for qualifying, but yeah, uh, we're talking about a whole different game here. A guy might start out on a, a car with no traction, like with like Robert. Robert was always known, Battier was always known to have a car good for the last part of the race. He wasn't as great in the first part, so maybe guys set their cars up not to be as good in the first half of the race, but in the, in the second half. So it's a it's a it's um it's a, it's just how it is, man. Um. It's just how it is, man. I don't. I just think it's more sensitive in ten scale too, especially with two wheel drive and just small. You know, just like two wheel car, two wheel drive cars is harder. Like just a little bit more substitute. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Sub. Uh, I can't remember. They just they're just harder to drive than not harder, but you know what I mean. Just it's two wheel drive versus four wheel drive. So anyway, on to our next question, Justin. Huglin, who's a fellow Star Wars fanatic like myself, he asks, I'm so bummed about RCGP. What's your take on the CRCRC performance? Lots of young talent killing it out there. Yes, I agree. Uh, we talked about it. I hope they raise Nitro because it's the glory. 
He races in the Border Wars series. They just made an announcement for 2021 point series. There will be no, no restrictions on sponsored drivers racing in intermediate or expert. They can race whatever their skill level is at. at. They will be forcing faster previous, previously. They will. Hold on, hold on, hold on. There will not be any restrictions for sponsored drivers racing in intermediate or expert. They can race what their skill level is at. They will be, they will be forcing previously sportsmen guys into expert, also slower expert guys into sportsmen. What is your take? I can see both sides. My question comes, how does the industry stop companies from giving deals to slow guys to keep things fair? Also, with so many discounts available, is it really even an advantage to get 10 to 25% off a product? Um, first off, I don't think sponsorship is a relation to your skill. I think putting limits on people because they're sponsored and entering a class is dumb. I like how race time does it. You just race. Like if you're too fast, you get bumped up. Simple. That, that causes anything. Or, you know, we're not, we can't not have classes. We're going to have classes. Uh, there's guys sandbagging in fucking sportsmen. Bump them up to open. There's guys who ain't as fast and, and open. They want to bump them down. I don't know. Let them run open, like, if they want to do it. I just don't think the skill level creates a sponsorship, especially now. Why don't the companies stop giving deals to slow guys? Well, here's the thing. The... The race, like, as we can fool ourselves about entries and all this type of stuff, but let's be honest, the participants participating in RC racing, when I say RC, I'm talking about RC racing, off-road, what we do, mostly eight scale, is dwindling. So the the RC, in the, Joseph, my feed, I'm coming, I'm feeding back on you some bit too, somewhere. When the RC industry stopped focusing on unbiased media and producing their own media, they also stopped focusing on promoting RC racing, to the public. I mean, how many times did you go and pick up a magazine and all that type of stuff? So anyway, but long story short, the company, the industry has created this, this monster, this, this business pro, this business, uh, the, the way they do business, which is to sponsor everybody and all that stuff. It's not, it's not ideal and it's not good. And it's collapsing on people. I mean, we can look at ProLine and see that it's, that it just doesn't work. And ProLine was a prolific abuser of that, that, that 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 marketing that that business uh, what's the word I'm looking for the business um, Joseph model. model that they 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 abused and went and they were prolific abusers of it people out there seventy with there was people out there with discount with with budgets and just getting tires on budgets and selling them at the end of the year and so there's a lot of stuff like that going on that they don't know so if you're constantly giving like you have to like and then you have to give a lower discount and a lower discount and a lower discount it don't, like it just the only way you can get a sale is to, to sell stuff at a discount nowadays. Yes, there's it's it's unusual when people buy retail, in my opinion. So for the industry to stop that, giving it to slow guys, I don't think I think slow guys should be sponsored too if they want. But I think um, the only way we can do that is if actually the managers and the, in, the manufacturers come together and come together with some rules and some agreements because you can play by one set of rules and the other team's playing by another set of rules. You're, you're screwed. Like, so, like I said, you have to play this game. Unfortunately, it's nothing. I don't. I don't like it, but I try to bring some value to the team that like, whoever's joining our team. But yeah, man, it just is what it is, man. Um, this is RC, and everybody's about that discount, and they all need the biggest discount so they can be do the best that they can be. So that's not going unless we change things within ourselves. That's not stopping. So, John Skidmore, you. Thank you for the question, Justin, by the way, and Grogu. Oh, Joseph, I forgot to introduce you to Grogu. 
I really don't give a shit. Say hi to Uncle Joseph. Welcome. No. You're one miserable guy. Uh, yeah. All right. Your good buddy, John Skidmore. You love arguing with John Skidmore. He is the, he's, uh, he's the UK's average American. Oh, Lord. Anyway, John asked, will, will the eight-scale world, worlds happen in Brazil? And then Fred Costa, who's Brazilian, says, yes, but my, but my guess is for 2022, everyone is welcome. Well, I don't think that's going to happen because 2022, it's supposed to be in Spain. I think, you know what I think? Move it forward. I just think they need to scrap. Honestly, and no offense to my Brazilian mates, I don't think there's going to be a Worlds this year. So, and I think, I think there's there's probably no Worlds and they should skip over Brazil completely, but they probably won't. And the reason I say they should skip over Brazil completely is because it's just going to be incredibly expensive to go there in 2022. And we don't even know what to, you know, like people were complaining about expense and all that stuff before this. So I don't know. I, I want Brazil to have the worlds, but I honestly just feel like it's going to be 2022 and it's going to be in Redavon. Or wherever, yeah. Uh, number, right RC, he's all excited to go to SIC. He says, how was your holiday break? It was good. When will we have more black edition e-buggers in stock? That's a good question, Joseph. Um, any idea on that? Um, well, if it's not this next week, then it will only be end of February. Yeah, because we because have Chinese. Because of Chinese New Year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hopefully next week. And he says, who's your top three picks for SIC? To be honest, right, RC? I don't even know who's going to SIC at this point. Uh, so I can't really say. I haven't. I looked at the um, entry list a couple of days ago, but it's incomplete. So I can't say until I actually see the entry list. So we shall see. I mean, Tebow does good at this race. I'm sure he'll be there. So we'll see. I I honestly don't know. I have to see who the lineup is, and then I could go from there. But you have fun, man. I know you're excited to go there. Edwin Ortiz, right before a jump, corner, break, or coast, which one, when, and why? There you go, Joseph. Depends on the jump. Depends on what you need the car to do. If you just, uh, let's say there's a jump and you just hit it even throttle. Like you make no change. It's not you a jump. It's a corner. It. It's a corner. What? what was the question? Yeah, let's go back. He asked, right so before would, right yeah. before a jump slash corner, break or coast, which one, when and why? Yeah, right before a jump slash corner or corner. Okay, so it must be like a jumpy corner. Well, I don't know. I don't, or is it like, no, he is asking right before a jump or before a corner. What do you do? It's okay. two different things. So I understood it. Yeah, if you just hit the jump with no change, like your full throttle or half throttle or whatever, and just drive into it. Maybe you're, if the jump is small, for example, your car might like flip. Like the rear end goes high. It might pogo stick, you know? If that sort of thing happens on a jump, you would want to accelerate on the face so that it jumps nose up. Mm-hmm. You know, this can happen, for so, example, on jumps that are worn, up, worn out or there's a hole in the jump or something. So if you want it to jump stay, stable, you know, in the normal 
fashion, you want to accelerate on the jump, use the throttle to make sure the car jumps correctly, you know? So throttle control on the jump, accelerating on the jump uh, can help that. Or then if there's a big jump, high speed, high speed section into a jump and the jump face is kind of big, no, no issues in the car jumping in a weird way but it's easy to overshoot the jump. The top guys actually brake on the jump to slow the car down. Mm. So they approach it super fast and then they brake. So yeah, it scrubs the speed off when you hit the face of the jump and, and you brake. the car doesn't jump as high and as far and they time it so that they hit the downside of the jump. So it's really, it depends on the jump itself, what you want to do. Also, when there's a jump, for example, where you want to sort of turn the car a bit to prepare for the next section, it really works. Well, it mainly works when you are accelerating on the face. So again, maybe you have to let off the throttle a bit, then accelerate on up the face and turn the wheel on the face of the jump. And that then t- flicks the car in the direction you want to go. So, yeah, yeah, that's what you do before jumping. And for corners, well, just watch the video I did with Bruno Coelho on my YouTube channel. That's my answer for corners. Okay. Focus, Keenan. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Wife is messaging me. She thinks the world stops when she wakes up, at whatever hour she wakes up. Mike Walker, predicting COVID RC in 2021. Nobody can predict that. Where the hell is JQ Balls edition? You love balls so much. If Savoya came to JQ, would you run, would you make a ball, a pillow ball car? No, I wouldn't. All right. I'd make him a C-Hub car that he enjoys driving. <laughs> uh, he also asked, hold on. Uh, why in the hell do people keep switching chassis? Because this is this is RC, Mike. It's always the car. Uh, has TLR left any races for the rest of the brands? They have. They have scooped up a lot of people. E and um, yeah. Will anyone be running Proline besides TLR drivers? Yes, of course. Lots of people are. Proline isn't going anywhere. I think actually Proline made the best business decision out of out of most of these companies. So yeah. Definitely will be, maybe not as much because they ain't getting free tires no more or big budgets, but definitely will be people that we run in Proline tires. Charlie Mack, seriously, an update on the book. We talked about that. He asked whether it be a pop-up version. No, an audible version narrated by James Earl Jones. That would be good. That would be good. All right. Chris, you know what, man? I think, like, whatever you got planned, because I don't know, but everybody's asking about what you're doing with a new car. I don't know why my camera keeps shutting off. Must be, I must have messed up. I must have made a setting or something. Messed up a setting. Chris Oxley, JQ, what are you working on at the moment? New eighth car or tenth buggy? Oh, I'm not working on anything. I'm working on YouTube videos. I quit making cars. <laughs> All right. Charlie Mack, with 2020 being the all-time weirdest year in RC, who won and lost both Kool-Aid season and Silly season. I don't know what Kool-Aid season is. Silly season, it's not really finished. I'm still waiting. Well, chassis-wise, you want my opinion? Who was 
who was probably the biggest loser chassis wise was S Works. Because I know they went they went from having Cav. I'm not saying not listen, but that's still a good good spot. They went from having Cav, maybe having Mayfield. They almost had Mayfield, I think. And and he's got Hackard now, which is a good a good pickup because he's a young, fast. I think he I rank Hackard. I rank Hackard a coach below like Tyler Jones and Stephen Daniel. He can get he can mix it up with him and he'll be as fast as him. But just a touch. So I think they'll be good. And I actually think you'll see a lot more S works uh people regionally and nationally in America this year. As for the winners, I think honestly, I think who do you think won silly season so far, Joseph? What's the best move for you of silly season? I have to say Cavalry, man. Who, who as a brand or as a yeah as a brand driver. as a brand I would say TLR man to be honest oh mm. I would also have to throw Agama in there because they both lost um, Lutz Nemo they lost Lutz and they lost Jones but they still have Rose so they're alright I want to say for me TLR made the best moves you know what I mean in my opinion yeah, maybe TLR on it. And I also have to throw Techno. I don't know why they have four top drivers, but they have a good problem. And I think Techno has the best, one, probably the number one eight-scale squad going into 2021. But we'll talk about that another time. That's about it, Charlie. I, we're going to talk more about Silly Season in a bit. We're going to get through these questions. Wyatt Gaskins. For JQ, I'm a big fan of your story and your vision for improving RC racing format in general. If you weren't a car designer and you were only a racer, knowing who and what you know now, which company would you choose to drive for as a factory team driver based on design and credibility of the chassis and the team support? That's actually a really good question. So who would you drive for, Joseph? If you, if you was like a pro driver and you didn't have to design anything, who would you drive for? Who would you like to drive for? Uh, I drive for Serpent. You have you. That's your man crush on Billy. Billy, that's your man crush on. <laughs> I knew you would say that. What's his name again? I knew Billy. You'd say that. Billy, I forgot his name. Billy, he, he needs to come on the podcast, man. Yeah, Serpent, you really do like that car. You always go back to has, that car. I think it's the best car actually right now. Like it has. It, there, there are some things that I don't. I think there are some th things that are holding it back that could simply be fixed. And when they were f would be fixed, it would be the best. Do you see what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, so yeah, I would, yeah, I would do that. Okay. I don't know, man. I think I would honestly got a tech. <laughs> I got a techno HB ID or a Jesus. Yeah, I would. I like the techno truck. I do. I really like the truggy. Matt Petrie, was Mayako just a front or a drug up for a drug operation? <laughs> well, we'll find out um, Friday, hopefully. Drugs. Drugs are bad, okay? Okay. Chris Boyder, what's up, Gator Man? This is a good question. When will the next RCGP documentary be available? Joseph? Actually, other? I think it should be uh, around now. Okay. It was originally supposed to be before Christmas, so. One month late sounds about right. Also, he wants to know what eight scale chassis will Brock be running now that he's on reds. Agama. Yeah, I think it's gonna be Agama. Yeah. 
So it be we gonna we're gonna talk about Brock here in a bit too. Karsten Lehem Lehman. Karsten Lehman. Is he from Finland or uh, something? He goes, no. did JQ find out where the new WRC buggy is made? Show number 106. He even put the, the t- time stamp on her. There is basically no way they are made. They have made them in Italy. I think you said that, quote unquote. He For actually what? put, uh, he actually, he goes, did JQ find out where the new WRC buggy is made? Show number 106. He and Taiwan actually, is the former Intech. Yeah, but he also okay. put a link to a video her. With a customer success story, Luca Giatto. I'm gonna have to watch this uh, at another when I'm not on the podcast. But yeah, I've heard that too. I don't think they're made in Italy. Maybe they're shipped to Italy and then pieced together there or what? I don't know. I just can't see it being um, reason reasonably priced and being done in Italy. Like you know what I mean? Anyway, I've heard the same thing. There's a lot of the int- you would know, you would know definitely for sure. Adam Ian Reevy, happy birthday, dude! It's your birthday today. We all know, we all know changes are happening. But what what I would like to know is what's JQ's plans for the future besides YouTube? Will his will he still be a designer for JQ Racing now that he has been sacked? Yeah, I was fired f- for from JQ Racing, much like Trump is being fired right now. You know. Just because speaking truth to power is just not the right thing to do. The brand struggled uh, 10 years, 10 years, and we haven't taken over the world, so things have to change. No. So I think JQ Racing thought that the best change would be to remove the JQ. So I'm, I'm done. Now I'm becoming a full-time YouTuber, the next PewDiePie. But, you know, better quality videos. And that's what I'll be doing. So I'm f- slowly phasing out RC from my life. Three months. I haven't driven now. And that's it. <laughs> You're such an idiot. Such an idiot. <laughs> Magnus Berglund. Berglund. Will the rest of the world lower their nitro percent as Europe have now new laws that will will most likely restrict it to 16%? What is what is going on with that law, Joseph? Actually, I don't know. Sounds like a stupid law. It actually has to do has something to do with fighting terrorism. Can you? I know that's what it's about. It's not about. I thought it was about the environment or something, but it's about terrorism to make it harder to get your hand on hands on nitro. But this is actually where a federation like Efra should be handling it. And get some sort of exemption, like, look, guys, nitro is used for our fuel that we use to race and blah, 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 and figure out a way where it can still be used. Yeah, it sucks, man. Then we have, yeah. a, we have a whole bunch of questions from the European guys, and they're mostly about what direction is, new, is the new JQ going, geometry-wise, this, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. That's all for those all the JQ stuff, you just have to wait, like, a few more weeks and... Yeah. You'll know everything, basically. I'll even know everything because I'm out of the loop. Yeah. Joe Zare Jr. What's the rush anyway? It's COVID lockdowns and shit. So. Dude, I think people are, anti- are really anticipating what you're going to come up with if you're coming up with something. Because, you you know, you've been talking about it for 10 years. We wanna, people want to see what you've learned in 10 years. Are you nervous? Uh, let's just put it this way. So the 10 years, you get to shake things up. And that's what we're going to do. 
you know, changed the game on many levels. We've been, I think, okay, all right. I'm not even, I'm not going to yeah. talk about that today. Joe Zare Jr. ran out of talent. What's up, Joe? Check out his podcast. Is JQ going to partner with Nick Wally to make the car better? I respect Nick's opinion as much as I expect, as much as I, as Joseph, and I think he has some ideas. Yeah, Nick had a little hard time with the with the first outing on the on the car. This past yeah, weekend. you know, typical typical American didn't want to listen to advice, wanted to do his own thing. <laughs> oh, shut up! That's how it always goes, you know. But did he you listen to you in the end? Information they don't follow it, and then they do their own thing, and then they ask, "What's wrong?" And so, did you follow the advice? No. Okay, then. So now next time, follow the advice, and that's where we are right now. So. Good. Let's see how it goes. Now that he wants the setup that we recommend, uh, <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, he's it's got a big a, race this weekend. Yeah, if he hasn't gone to the track between the last race and now, then I don't expect any he change. He has. He was at Thunder Alley the next day. Well, he hasn't messaged me, so I was talking I don't to him. Know. I was talking to him. He says he's very comfortable now. Okay, we'll see. House of RC, go sign up. He has a question. A question from us at House of RC. What is one of the features you would wish to implement in HRC to better support the NNRC podcast? Are you going to accept RSS feeds? That's great. Then I could just want, I can just load my podcast here and it goes automatically to my House of RC profile for the for the No Name RC podcast. I'm I'm happy for that. If I could do it with YouTube eventually too, that'd be great too. So you tell me you're doing that. Thank you, Connie. I appreciate it. I appreciate your support. And everybody, man, please go sign up. It's important. We have two more questions. Shane Gagnon, does JQ have a big enough shovel for all that snow? Dude, you got a lot of snow. You got a lot of snow. I know. Finland. Do you live like... I'm stuck. Is Finland up north, more north than the other Scandinavian? It's in the middle, right? It's in between uh, Sweden. Yeah, no, and- it's really far north, yeah. Well, how north, you live farther north than like Ronnefeld, you? Yeah. Okay. He lives in the south of Sweden. I live in the south of Finland. Southern Finland is basically like halfway up Sweden. Okay. All right. We have one Instagram question. Remember, guys, if you want to follow us, please go. We're trying to boost our Instagram. Go check us out. I'm very active on Instagram nowadays. RC Kevin, my boy up in Quebec. What's up, dude? He's doing some great content too. Check him out. What is more profitable, YouTube or having an RC brand? Well, I'll tell you what. If you can get 100,000 subscribers, which you won't, on your YouTube, you would, you'll be all right. You'll be making decent money, I think. I think you'll be making more money than RC cars. If what? If you got like, if you got like 100,000 subs, I think you would be making a decent paycheck every month from YouTube. It's not about the subs, it's about the views. Yeah, I know and that. I d- I'm not interested in making the kind of videos that get views. Right, I get that. But he, he asked the question, so. what is YouTube or having an RC brand? And he says, on a serious note. I mean, YouTube by far. Like if you, let's say you're as successful as you possibly can be with an RC car brand or as success- successful as you possibly can be on YouTube, YouTube a billion times over is b- bigger. Okay. Cool. That makes sense. Uh, he also wants to know is what do we think about running clutches on e-buggies? I'm going to tell you, I hate it. I hate working on clutches. I don't. I run e-buggy 
because it's plug and play. I don't want to mess around with clutches. How about you, Joseph? You I think that I think that the cl clutch on an e-buggy would be the best thing on the e-buggy. You could throw the rest of it in the trash and just keep the clutch and put it on your nitro. <laughs> That's what I, I would, think. I, I think they need to, I mean, if they're programming these drag ESCs to be stuff like that, I think they can program an ESE or your radio to have a clutch feel. But I definitely don't, I mean, I know people, why people run it. I just don't want to go through that. Uh, I run, like, e-buggy is a secondary class if I was going to a race. I'm not trying to put too much time into it. And a clutch is more maintenance that I do not want to deal with. So, good stuff. Joseph? I think that's all our questions, good buddy. Uh, okay, see you next week. No, we're not done. Thank you to everybody that sent questions. We greatly appreciate it. And um, you know what? We're going to go on at release. Remember, check out BeachRC. Use the affiliate link. It helps us. If you don't use the affiliate link, just say, hey, I heard about you guys on NNRC. Whatever. Copy you guys. Some I got to des get designing some new swag here. Get Brent, Brent put it in the shop, and we can get you guys some new stuff. If you guys want some decals, though, if you order from BTRC, just put it in the decal in the notes. You would like some NNRC decals, and they will throw it in, hopefully. All right, Joseph. So let's go on to the SRC RC thought of the week. Sun City RC Raceway, home of El Paso's world famous true old school motocross inspired eight scale off road track. From handicap accessibility and covered pits to drop gate starts, this world-class facility has everything needed to give you the professional feel with the amazing views to match. SCRC has four acres of parking with plenty of room for RVs and trailers. The racing can carry on into the night with a well-lit track and pit area. SCRC is privately owned and run by the Showers family who have been in the RC scene for 20, 20 plus years. Joey Showers, who loves Joseph, uh, Christian and Corbin, great people, nice family. Uh, they, they treated us really good when we went there, had a lot of good time, great time there. They also earned their own equipment so they can make frequent changes to the, tr to the track and keep the racers entertained. When they have bigger races, they hire professional track builders and race directors as well. You can follow, please go follow them on Facebook. If you're in the El Paso area, go by, give them a check, say what's up to Joey and tell him JQ loves him. So thank you to SCRC for bringing you the RC Thought of the Week and supporting the podcast. Just the RC Thought of the Week is, will we see the TLR no. AE beef rekindled this year? No, but I hope we, I, I would like to see it. I think, I don't we're, think, I think we we're there. I think we're there. I think, I think it's going to happen. This this no. this CRCRC race gives me hope. I think it's we need, not gonna happen. I think we need to happen. I mean, let's be honest. This is the strongest TLR has been in a long time. I think they're just now coming out, just getting over the the damage that they, they that happened when they let go of Drake about in 2015, I think it was. 2016, 2015, when, when Drake, when they let go of Drake. I think they're just not overcoming that damage on the race side. Then they had Kevin Gahan. Like, they just didn't know which way they were going. And But, I like, I have to give Thomas Tran his props, man. He's done a great job of organizing. He's got regional reps. He, I believe he's now the pro-line team manager. He's doing, wearing, wearing uh, two hats. So he's into that. But you know Tran knows tires. I mean, he was at J Concept for how many years? So he knows, I'm sure he knows secrets from J Concepts and is applying them to pro-line. 
No one ever thought about that. I don't know how much he was in the... Pro- but, you know, Trent knew his stuff at J-Concept, so he's, he's now at ProLine. He's organized everything. And I think... I actually think that TLR is in the best position they've been in. A ma- I mean, look at him at DNC that last year, Joseph. It was a massive team. All the time. Now, I'm not saying that the TLR 8 scale is the best car out there, but it's going to be in the hands of... It's, it's just... You're going to see it. Like, And I actually think now kind of TLR has the upper hand in eight scale and 10 scale they're about equal but see in, in eight scale AE just has Spencer they have cool Tallard and if if Ongaro comes but TLR has Cav and Fend and I'm telling you both of those guys can win and Rifkin for me in eight scale is not he had a so-so 2020 you know what I mean Cav had a better 2020 way better 2020 than Rifkin in eight scale I think we're gonna see this like and I think I think it's going to call comeback to when it kind of started was going to be this incident at these, these things that happened at CRCRC. And you know what? We need this rivalry because it was so awesome back in the day. You know, I want these team managers to say, hey, I want as many TLRs in that A-man as possible. I like, yeah, I want I'm like that. I want, I want, I don't want any AEs in the, in the man. If it was 10 cars, it's never, or, you know, or, Hey, that guy, like, like I said, I'm not, I'm not t- saying people should go take people out, but if that guy taps you, Robin's racing. Like, we need this. We need this. We need this. We also need that driver who's going to come out and say, hey, like, I know we're talking about TRAE, but if I had a pro driver right now, if I had a pro driver right now, you know what i say? I'd be like, all right, you're going to SIC? We're doing a video promo, just like wrestling. <clears throat> have it set up. This guy, I'm going I'm to be like, look, man. Don't be disrespectful, but I want you to tell everybody that you're going to kick ass at SIC and take names. <laughs> Simple as that. I don't want you. I don't want to see you saying good luck to nobody or, or nothing like that. I want you. I, I don't want you to be an asshole. Don't get me wrong. You help. You help those that need help. If, if the, even if they're not running your car, you help them. But these pro guys, we ain't got time. We ain't got time to be friends with them and wish them good luck, man. We're, we're coming here to win. This is racing. This isn't. This ain't. Bloody tiddlywinks. We're here to race. Racing's like, people are like, this is toy cars. If if an incident happens in NASCAR F1, everybody's talking about it the next day. This is racing. We take this seriously. You and I, we we, we do, this is our living. I don't race. You don't race. Well, yeah, you, you do race. But you know what I mean. These are these guys living. It's a difference between the weekend warrior, which, which supports these guys who's out there, you know, on the weekend, and these guys, that's a difference between money, between... A couple of hundred, like a really good contingency paycheck and a bad pay, pay, contingency pay, paycheck. But also they want to win. They want to beat each other. I want these guys to stop being so PC. I'm not saying be disrespectful, but come on, man. We're so boring. Oh, we're not going to talk about that incident at CRCRC. Oh, TLR, AE beef. No, that wasn't happening. Too much drama in RC. Well, guess what? RC has been boring without it. Who was all excited? There's not enough. Not enough drama, really. This yeah. is something that I'll bring up also in my next videos. I'm making a three-part video series on the industry, where we are now and where we are heading, what the issues are and maybe possible solutions for them. And I agree with you. It, it really is boring. It's boring for people in RC, but it's worse for people who are not in RC. We need something to attract them to it. People I think are so wrong when they say that oh this drama drives people away. No, 
No, it doesn't. Like if people were fighting in the pits and swearing and yelling at each other, that would be an issue. Yeah, I'm like, not saying people that. People would be like, "Yeah, I don't want my kid to go go there," you know. But that's not what's happening. Be racing hard and and uh, getting emotional and sharing your true opinions and this kind of stuff. That's fine. That's mm-hmm. great. We need to promote the actual human being driving the car because that's what people will care about mm-hmm. when we have when we watch we follow some sport and we have our we are we have our favorites they they are our favorites because of who they are as people what we have seen them say and do and that's why we follow them mm-hmm. so if we don't know anything about these nerds running the cars then we don't care about them and it's mm-hmm. boring mm-hmm. and when it's like that, why would the people who are bashing with their Traxxas cars, why would they get into racing? If there's nothing to inspire them, there's nothing to draw them in. There's no excitement. They watch a uh, race on LiveRC for three minutes and it's boring as hell. Nothing is happening. They don't know who the people are. They, it's boring. So we need something. Mm-hmm. I agree. Even I'm in RC and I cannot sit down and watch the CRCR race because it's too fucking boring. Well, I think that's a problem. Well, to I, be gu- I guarantee you, I guarantee you had, uh, if, if, if I was Rivkin, that's what I said earlier. I said, I know we're going back to this instant, but I really wish you would have hit Cav because I think Cav would have said something. You know what I mean? But if I was Rivkin, he's been labeled with this many times throughout his career. I would embrace it. I would embrace it. Like Bam Bam Basha. Yeah, I would be like, yeah. If I'm here to win, don't get too close to me. Yes, you're going to get a lot of, you're going to have a boozer. Yeah, that, I actually agree. Like, that would be a story. There would be people who would openly then support him and like him and be like, that's my guy. There would be people who, who would be like, I don't like that guy. That's a good thing. That's what we need. But when you try to be like, please everyone and go down the middle and not, you know, it's just boring mm-hmm. and no one cares. Yeah, I agree. I mean, even yeah. myself, you know me, like I always try to please everybody, but I've made a resolution in 21 that I have to, I'm not going to be able to please everybody. So I have to say what I have to say. And if it's right, it's right. But yeah, I definitely am all for this. I'm all for rivalries, period. Like, you know what I mean? TLR versus AE, that's obviously a long-time rivalry. It died. I want it back. I want that back because that was exciting. You know, like TLR. The big thing that happens when you have those rivalries, if, if you have two drivers that have a rivalry and it's public and people know about it. Everybody be watching that race. And they, both of them embrace it and understand this is like, they don't need to hate each other. Nope. It just needs to be a thing that they need to beat each other on, on the track, um, right? Yeah, exactly. That makes it a lot more... That would have made this race exciting for me to watch, for example. Mm-hmm. If if there were two drivers racing first and second, even if they stayed first and second for the whole race behind each other, but I know the backstory to why this matters so much. You know, I really want the guy in second to win, or I really want the guy in first to win because I know them as human beings, as people, and I know the backstory. I know they have this rivalry going. And for that reason, it makes it exciting. 
And that is completely missing in RC. And I think to a large part because for whatever reason, there's this idea that the drivers have to be so PC and not say anything, basically. Like, they don't share their real setups. They mm-hmm. don't share what they actually do on the cars. They don't share what products they really use. They just share some, like, standard. This is the standard setup we run. Like, put this on your setup sheet. Uh, don't mention that you do these modifications because we want people to believe that the car is great as stock, you know? And uh, if you use some other manufacturer's stuff, don't mention that. This and, like, it's just too sort of controlled yeah, and corporate. Yeah, it is. Like, and, 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 and they have full and con- then, Sorry, go ahead. They don't, like, something happens in a race. Mayfield's uh, throat punch was a nice exception to that. Maybe a bit extreme, but like mm-hmm. that's what we need. Like, just state your actual true opinion and your feelings. What happened? Mayfield said that. What happened? Was he fired? Did he lose his sponsors? No, everybody no. watched the next race. They raced that. Everybody yes, was excited exactly. about it. So, yeah, that's what we need. Yeah. If the, if I was if I was these guys need PR managers. I don't. I don't understand why these companies haven't hired PR managers for these guys because they don't care. They want to control everything. That let's be realistic. We all know that they want to control the media. They want to control everything. Well, let's put it this way. I mean, Horizon Hobby sent me a cease and desist. desist oh, we forgot all about because that. Because of a YouTube video. Yeah, we forgot all about because that. Of a- yeah, they sent me a cease and desist because I mentioned them in a YouTube video and oh. made a joke about the name. Yeah, I know. I said, PLR team loses and retards team last resort as a joke. You can go watch the video. Obviously, I didn't take it down because it's stupid. It's the most ridiculous thing ever. Hey, man. So, that, that's mean, the problem. That's attitude, then yeah, I understand exactly. That. exactly. But that's corporate. That's corporate. Remember, you've been sued before. Well, I've been attempted to be sued before. Well, it's not being sued. It's well, you know what I mean. Well, you know what I mean. But I'm just we forgot to talk about your cease and desist letter from, uh, from that. But I also would like to eventually get some TLR drivers on her, so I don't want to, <laughs> you know, I don't want to go too too deep on it. But um, man, I am all for this rivalry. I am for all rivalries. Let's not just talk about, it, but the main rivalry is going to be AE and and TLR because it's such a long history. And I just would, I just man, honestly, I would, I just look at some of these guys and like I would just embrace it. Like Court, he embraced the bad boy image he had. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And he he represented that, and we haven't had anything like that since since it since. And since you know what? You know what about courts? I think he had good deals and got paid to race even after he stopped uh, stopped doing well because yeah. he himself was a brand in a sense. Exactly, he's like one like I courts. If anybody knows courts, send him a message. Tell him you need to come on the NNRC podcast till he eventually comes on her because he wants to come. But he doesn't want he doesn't want to say stuff. See, that's the thing because you know he does, he wants to come on, but he's got to be careful. But I I want to hear his story because he's one of the, you know. But anyway, enough about that. But he was part of this too because he was TLR back in the day and AE and all that stuff. So he would know. I just think we need this man. Honestly, we've we've turned the the the, the industry has turned RC into this PC. I don't you can't say anything. Everything has to be serious. And it's just not like, I, I just like come on, man. Like Ravi, like Ferrari doesn't like Mercedes, you know. Ford doesn't like NASCAR. Ford doesn't like Chevy, and you know all that type of stuff. And they all hate Toyota. So, like, can we just can we just enjoy this and and enjoy this as fans of RC? 
Remember, we're not all going to be pros, but we can sit back and watch these pro guys run because we we hold them to that level. So, anyway, I think the AETLR Ivory will start. I hope it does. Tell, let us know what you guys think because we went on a little bit too long about this subject, and it's now time to talk about what everybody has been talking about for the last few weeks, and that's silly season. But before we go on, thank you, SCRC, for bringing us the RC Thought of the Week. Let us know what you guys think. Do we want to see the, the rivalry uh, start back up, or is it going to start? I think it is. And should we have, like, honestly, man, I would be, like, I'm sick. I'd be like, all right, let's go. I'd make a nickname. I'm nicknaming all these drivers. So, hey, let's say we had Tyler Jones. Tyler, Tyler Jones, I'd be like, Dark Horse, look, I need you to go. I need you to, I need you to, look, I want you to do this with Shades on, too. You know what I mean? I'll be like, hey, look, we're going to do this video promo. I want you to just relax. And I just want you to say, hey, yo, I'm going to SIC. I'm coming. This is like, maybe not Tyler Jones because, well, yeah, he has nothing to lose. But just, you know, like, we need to embrace this stuff, man. And we need to, we need to brand ourselves better and make it more exciting. Simple as that. So let's go, rivalry. Let's go on to Silly Season Talk. This is brought to you by Techno RC. Thank you, Techno RC, who I think you guys have you know, probably the best eight-scale lineup going into 2021. And, um, hey, check out Techno RC. Techno RC. Techno RC. Techno RC is a premium manufacturer specializing in eighth and tenth scale high performance off road RC buggies and trucks. Visit www.technorc.com for a complete catalog of their products. Techno RC, excellence in engineering. Hashtag Techno Takeover. And thank you, Techno RC. Thank you, Tyler Hooks. He uh, he got made that video up for me really fast. I greatly appreciate it. Uh, thank you, Techno RC, Matt Walter, Danny Alden, guys. I need, I should talk to Danny and get a techno track for that for that interview. I mean, he used to do he makes those beats and all that stuff. Techno RC been a long time supporter, and they bring you the main interview of the podcast. It's all about silly season, Joseph. Ugh. We got a lot to talk about. We got a lot to talk about. Let's see where my notes are. All right. Do you want to do you want to talk about the pro line purge real quick? What we can't we can't linger too long on these these topics. So, you know, let's talk about the pro line purge. Okay. The pro line purge is going to happen no matter if Horizon earned it or pro line earned it. That's my Why? statement. I didn't realize how many people were you think they ain't getting paid. I'm pretty sure they're getting paid. But once I saw like McBride, Boots, Drake, Tasman, Leaf, I was like, wow. Imagine how much that cost ProLine a month. Just imagine. Yeah, a lot of people uh, are getting free stuff. No, but I think all four of those guys are getting some salary. You don't, you don't agree with me, but I think they were. I think they're getting some sort of salary and they're getting a, a shit ton of free stuff, right? Why I say that is... Everybody's like, oh, the ProLine, the ruining art, they're done. ProLine's done. Man, ProLine, I'm actually going to make a video about this and look a little bit more in depth into it. But I think ProLine, I think that that was going to happen no matter what. Like, um, it's unfortunate. I get it. These guys, they're paid. They need to get, they need to get, uh, they, they can't stay at a place that isn't going to pay them or whatever. So they have to move on. You know, that's how it was. And they made the decision, I guess, the, the whoever because Horizon's a corporation, so somebody's there who's you know who's 
who's checking the numbers and saying, hey, hold on, all this product and we pay all this money to this person and this person and this person. And they just say, hey, these are the cuts that are going to be made. We're going a different direction. And they have to go their separate ways. So, you know, that includes Corey uh, Drakenberg, too, because there was like a happy marriage. Him, Drake, and Tasman, they were traveling around, doing all these different races, video and all that stuff. Thought it was a great job of editing this stuff. His videos are great. I mean, they were, yes, they were they were sponsored by ProLine, so they're heavily favored ProLine racers. But it did get a little old, only being about Tasman. You know, and like, I found that, not, not oh, my lights just went out. One of my lights just went out. Hold on for a second. Entertain the people, Joseph. You can edit this out. You don't need to do anything about your lights. Okay, just yeah. Leave it. It's fine. Um, sorry. What was I talking about? Um, Tessman. It got boring just watching Tessman. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, that whole happily marriage, happy marriage is over. I actually think that the ProLine, what ProLine done with just like, they got all team reps now. They got team reps throughout America. I think ProLine's going to be fine. They got Cav. Don't, Fenn's got, I think Fenn will do one more year in J Concepts, and then he'll be running ProLine. And I don't know what the future holds for him, but I think if you're, I think if you're to get the best deal on ProLine tires, you're probably going to have to be run the whole tier Horizon package, which is what they want. But we, we shall see. I actually think it was a smart business move, and I think it was the start of... I think it was the start of a reset. I think, it, look, I think that the whole Perline purge was a product of the abuse of the business model that Perline was prolific in, in, in using and lots of other companies in RC. And they, were, they fell victim to the earn, the earn business model. Does that make sense? Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know that necessarily Perline was sold because... No, no, I think, because I think, I don't think they're going they, well for them or something. I think you know, they saw, I, I don't think, know about that. I don't know that either. Might have been going really well. And he's like, yeah, let's, I'm going to cash out right now. I Things think, are awesome. I, no, I, we don't know that. I don't know that. I don't know that. I think they did things to make sure. I think, let's be, there's two reasons people sell because the, the made it and they, they don't want to do it no more or because they're in financial difficulty, right? Or they probably predict to be in financial difficulty. I don't think they were in financial. I don't think they were in financial. I don't think they were in financial difficulty. I think the decisions that they made, like decisions that Horizon made to to probably downsize their team and who they pay, had to be made at the end of the year. And I don't, I don't, like I don't think Proline didn't want. Not saying they that's this is the reason they sold, but I think the decisions that are being made now would have had to be made no matter who earned it. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Proline has done it before. I don't know if they would have done it now. They probably wouldn't have won. They have I, done it before where they cut down right, the team now, a lot. Now, imagine imagine the blowback that Los, the TLR had when they let go of Drake. If Proline yeah. might have done that, they might have suffered the same thing. Because let's be honest, like Drake, he's very influential and he's a, you know. I up, think they will suffer the same thing now also. So yeah. the thing that I... I understand, yes, downsizing the team and all of that. The thing I'm curious about is, will it become a thing where basically the only people who are running ProLine are TLR drivers? Because that's kind of the direction they're going, which I think is a huge mistake if we look at the racing side of things. But they they don't necessarily care about the racing side that much. I, you know, I think you're wrong. I think you're wrong. Pro line, pro line tires on the armor cars and have their stuff. Like, 
racing is small compared to the hobby side of way smaller of RC and horizon is mostly on the hobby side of RC yet they have this brand TLR that goes racing and they pay drivers to do it so do they like do they actually need to go racing no, no not really no. they don't so look at Traxxas the Traxxas doesn't do racing so it's not like they need ProLine to to appeal to everyone. They need all different brand drivers to use ProLine. They don't need that. So right. it to me, if they don't want it, and it almost looks like they don't want it. No, you know, I don't. I think I think you're missing. I I honestly, it looks like that everyone who's not running TLI is no longer uh, on ProLine. There, like like okay, so who Cody Cody is still running ProLine? Driver. Oh well, okay, Cody. obviously no. Uh, Neil Craig. Yao Figueredo, a um, couple other guys. Here's is it Figueredo running AK? No, I think it's running pro life. Could have sworn I saw him. Yeah, with that when they uh, Cavalieri. <laughs> you know, like when they announced the drivers, they they showed who was Cavalieri is running TLR. Right, pro line. Well, okay, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, but, what I mean is that they they are sort of getting rid of all the high profile proline drivers who are not TLR. Mm-hmm. So will it become a situation in a couple of years where people who run proline run TLR, and that's what well, pushed? Think, I, I like I said, I think if you want the best deal on proline tires, you're gonna have to run the whole Horizon package. TLR Spectrum. Well, maybe not spec, but you know they basically want there's the TLR guys to be like on what the code offends on, which is which I mean you've tried that too, but yeah, yeah. So is Fend going back to Proline? I, I, I bet you he is. I bet you because he's a company man. Yeah. So he's, he's so that will be interesting to see. Let's get let's get look at okay like block engines for example. No one really runs block except techno drivers. If you think about it, you know. Or but bullet and the garment. I, I definitely that kind well, of stuff. a lot of people run well, when they ran bullets because they were they were good priced. Um, I definitely think. I don't think pro lines are racing, but I think that they're you know obviously horizons of bashing is way bigger than bashing crawling and all that stuff is way bigger than racing RC racing. But I, I think I think they're going to be good. I think I think they just did. They made the I think they made the hard decision that was going to have to be made anyway. Simple as that. And they'll take the blowback because they can. The, the thing is, Horizon can absorb the blowback. You know what I mean? Whereas Proline, Proline, sorry, Proline probably couldn't absorb the blowback of maybe. I think they could. Proline is a big company. I don't know, man. I mean, look how long it took TLR to to come back. From Proline, the- Proline doesn't. I don't think Proline also relies on the racing. No, they don't. Much, to be honest, like, but they the spend a lot of money on the racing side. Too. The serious racers who are really into it and get discounts and race on weekends, like it's, I don't think that's really what they are relying on. To I be agree honest. with you, but they still spend a lot of money in racing, and they they were paying these drivers as well. So it comes down to that, man. At the end of the day, all right. Here's a move that I think, if that if it's done properly, will be very beneficial for the company. Drake to JC. I think, um, I think two things here. I remember we, we, we talked to, to Rona and he said, we asked him about like going out to the West Coast and he, he said, it's just logistics wise, it's, it's difficult. Like, you know, because to compete with 
compete with Proline and AKA because I mean, literally on the West on our, our SoCal race, the Proline trucks always there or the AKA trucks there, and you could just go buy. You know, most of the times you can go buy tires at your cost right off there. Well, J Concepts didn't have that. So I actually think them hiring Drake is a good move. You know who doesn't like this move? I meant to, I should have bought him on his podcast. We will get him on her. Jeff Keaton doesn't like it. You know, he, you know, he, he, him and Drake are teammates now. So he does, you know, he's not too happy about this, but if J concepts, if Drake is going to establish, which I think he is, cause he's, he's smart and he, it can be profitable for him in the end. If Drake goes over there and starts carrying product to races to sell for J concepts and has a place for them, like becomes their guy over there on the West coast, which is what I would be working for, then this is a great. Then this is great for J Concepts, but it's also Mayfield. What how old is Mayfield now? 34, 35 maybe. I don't know. Well, he's he's getting up to thirty five. If he's thirty five now, let's be honest. They may have. He maybe has two more worlds left. Eight scale worlds. We're talking about eight scale worlds because Tebow, Cav, and. Mayfield all have 10 scale worlds. None of them have a, ten, a eight scale world. And I think they all want it more than anything. They want it. I think this move is also about getting Drake on the same tires to help. May, I think this is going to help Mayfield somehow, especially at worlds events. Well, we're going to probably won't have a worlds, but definitely I think Drake will help Mayfield a bit more. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm right. What are your thoughts on that? I think it's a good move for J Concepts, definitely, because they have because they already have that results. You know, they they need someone like Drake who isn't really there only for the results, but more sort of an influencer mm-hmm. for the yeah for the majority of drivers. I yeah, agree. I think it's good for them. All right, I think it's good to them as well. Do we? All right, I'm going to come back to Cav at TLR because we're probably going to talk about that for a lot. Jones to Techno. This surprised me. Tyler Jones, the Dark Horse to Techno. I want, like, I know Techno now has Tebow, Bornhorse, Van Dalen, and Jones as their top drivers. All, you'll see all four of those guys in A-Mains, I think, at, at any races. But the squad below that's good. They have, squ- they have a squad, like, you know, after that. They have a, Techno has a deep squad. I don't understand this move. I don't I don't know why I don't know why Demo didn't try to keep Tyler on. But I'll tell you what. I this is like this if I'm techno this is what I'm doing. I'll be honest. All right, you got Tebow. He rejuvenated his career. He's had a great 2 years of techno. He's probably signed another 2-year contract. Joe Schmedium, Schmedium 2020. But Seth and Dalen's had a great 2020 and now you got Jones coming in. So you got these, these two young guys who are going to be battling out with each other, Seth and Dalen and Jones are going to be battling with each other, but they're also going to be going after Tebow and Bornhorse at the same time. I think Tebow will be, I think Tebow is going to be all right. He's, he's pretty settled and all that type of stuff. I don't know what, I just, I just kind of think, I, I think they're going into this year with four top drivers and I think they come out in 2022 with only two. Does that make sense? Yeah, I would kind of agree with that. I just don't see Especially it. if they're paying all of them. Right. So I think if I was techno, I'd be like, all right, we're paying. I don't think, obviously, I don't think like Jones or Van Dalen, 
I, I, I kind of feel that Jones is getting paid because I know he wanted to get paid. So I assume he's getting paid. He wouldn't have went there if he wasn't. And Seth and Dalen probably should be getting some, should be getting paid. But I think, I honestly think, like, Joe has to step it up this year. You know what I mean? He has to step it up and, and podium. We talked about it on the ranking system. Like, we should see Joe winning some of these races. But I think, I think, like, I definitely think at the end of 2021, somebody, it's going to be two top, I think it's like, her technical goes, all right, boom. Here you guys go. We got all year to race it out. May the best two men win. That's what I would do at Techno. And then I'll take the two best guys and then go on like that. So I think Jones to Techno, I mean, I could have seen him going to S-Works. I could have seen him staying at Nemo. I would love to have him at JQ Racing. But let's see. I'm interested to see how this works with Jones. He's hungry. He has beat these guys at PMB. He's taking a year off from school to race. So I'm interested to see what this move to Techno uh, brings. He did race it the other day at the, a couple of weeks ago at the ROCK race, but he had a flame out and he finished third. So it's going to be interesting. I have, I'm putting a lot of hopes on, uh, on Jones. I think he can be the guy to, to I think him, Seth, Seth and Dalen, and this next kid, young man, I'm going to talk about Spencer Heckert, who moved to S-Works from HB. I think, uh, I think these three guys are going to take it to these to these older guys this year and some other young guys. So, yeah. Jones to Techno, Joseph. Your opinion on that? Okay. Uh, I think it's... I think it's good for Techno. He's a good driver. And I'm curious to see how good he can be, really, mm-hmm. to be honest. I think the spotlight's going to be on him and Seth this year because people want to see how good they're going to... And Spencer, because now... All right, well, let's talk about that. Spencer Hecker to S-Works. Um, I think this is a good move for S-Works and, and Spencer. He can he can kind of come out of the shadow of Cole at HB because, I mean, he was racing. Like, he was making these mains right along with Cole. I think he I think he's young. He's going to go to all these races. He gets along with Tim Lime, Camden, all that type of stuff. I think we're going to see Hecker shine a bit more because he now has the chance to be a number one driver at a company. Your thoughts on that, Joseph? What is his actual best result? Um, I'm not sure. Um, he didn't have a really good DNC, but he did well on all those uh, East Coast races they had last year. I don't have his results right here. I just think he's still young. I think he's in like 17, 18. And I think he's going to... Yeah. Um, I think he's going to... Like you come out of that shadow, like, you know, Cole's the guy. and every, But I think he'll be all right. I... We'll see. We'll see. It's going to be difficult. It's going to be a little difficult because, you know, S-Works isn't, in America, isn't as big as HB. So we shall see. We shall see. I think it's a good move. Uh, let's, let's talk about, all right, we'll, we'll talk about Cav, then let's talk about Brock. So let's talk about the good, our good friend, your good friend, your buddy pal, and my friend too. I think we're friends. I don't know. Maybe we're not. Maybe he just acts like it's my friend. But the GOAT, Ryan Cavallari, who I happen to like a lot, who I happen to think is going to be extremely fast this year, TLR Pro Line, best move for him for him. In, since he left TLR to go to AE in 2005. I think it would have happened, you know how I, I, I think, remember in 2018 when he left AE, I, when I said, yeah, TLR would be the best spot to go for him. 
go go with. But I don't think TLR was ready. I didn't get to have everything in place because let's be honest, like Cavs high maintenance. You got to have a mechanic. You got to have the, you know all that type of stuff. If if he doesn't like it, he's gonna tell you off. Like you know, I all that type of stuff. They didn't have that all that in place in 2018. They now do with Tran. They have Barry Baker. They have all these people to help to help Cav out. I think Cav. Like we went from Cav being out of RC and probably not racing to winning the last like the last big race of uh, in 2020 and like the biggest sign in, in of 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 2020 of 2020 21 silly season. I already you, if you guys haven't seen my video about this, I think Cav has positioned himself in a, a great position. Not because I think the car is the best out there, but I think it's probably the best car for him. Lots of steering. It's super fa It's super twitchy. He likes that type of stuff. And I think he's going to have the, the support and the networking and the people at these bigger races to help him out that he used to have at AE, which he kind of didn't have at S-Works. I mean, remember DNC 2019, it was just him, Kanas, and Kanas' mechanic in a, in a, you know, in a, in a, I watch call it uh, container at DNC. So I think I think this is going to be good. Don't let's not use CRCRC as his as a gauging point because I honestly think Cav wants to focus more on eight scale. Cav wants that that eight scale world championship. Man, he wants to be the first one of the three those three guys. If Cavalier wins a world eight scale world championship, he I think he could be considered the best of all time. What do you think? I think he's going to go on as. One of the best, if not the best of all time. But if he can win an eight-scale world championship... It, He's already one of the best. I know, but it would... Yeah, man, your internet's really bad. If if he won an eight-scale world championship, it puts him above... Tracking rights. Yeah, of course. Your internet's really bad. Um, Because, look, don't get it twisted. Ke Kev, Mayfield, and, and Tiba, they all want that world championship, man. All want it. All want it. What are your thoughts on the Cavalry TLR Pro Line move, Joseph? I gave my thoughts before. I think I said like it was a bit surprising because this is a risky move in the risky long term move. I think this is a very short term move Do for you? him because well, yes, because. It's not like after he stops winning, he, he they'll keep him around. You know, that's not going to happen. He'll get fired or contract not renewed. So this is definitely going to end. When he stops winning, he's done. Oh, I agree. He's Whereas there to win. When he was, when he was with S-Works and Raw Speed, at the very least, Raw Speed was a deal where he could have built a relationship to where it's a job well-paying job to still race, go to the track, be a part of RC, even after he stops winning. Do you see what I mean? Mm -hmm. And S-Works, probably the same thing could have, you know, happened. But with TLR, I don't see that as an option. There's no way. Like when his value drops as a professional racer, mm -hmm. he's done. So that's why it was a bit surprising. But then again, uh, he wants to win still at this point. And he thinks that if he goes to TLR, he will have a better chance at winning. So it makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm. He gets the same money or better money, better support. 
because there's more people around him. Okay, it's a good deal now. And when when the time comes that he isn't winning anymore, it, maybe he just wants to quit and be completely out of RC. Mm-hmm. Or maybe at that time, then he looks for a deal like that where he can be a part of something like Rossbid, for example, could have been. So, Make no joke. Yeah. He has to be fast right away. He doesn't have a year to get up to speed. You know what I mean? I think he knows that. Too. I don't know how long was to do. I, I don't know, but I just think that he has to produce immediate results. Uh, because I and honestly, we all know that Fend is TLR's man. He's still 23, 24. He's got a, a long career ahead of him. Many. He's got lots of national titles and possible national titles and championships. Is he really that young still? Hey, Fend's been on the scene since he was 12, 13. See, that's what it is. Yeah. So yeah. I I think I think this is good for Cav. I think he's gonna sh- he he has to shine. It's not just about. I think he's gonna he has to. And he finished off twenty twenty in a, on a good note. And I honestly think this is he. Yes, he's probably getting the same money, but I, I he wants that world championship, man. He wants to do well. He wants to win. He wants to he wants that nitrous the glory, man. And and you know, it'd be a shame if. It would be quite a shame if we if if Tebow Mayfield and Cavalieri retired and none of them got an eight scale world championship. I think it would be, I think for I think it would be surprising. I think yeah, and I think for three of the guys that have dominated RC for so long and changed even changed just changed everything driving style and RC and stuff. Not saying they're, they're no, they still have just still three of the best in the world. But I'm just saying you know like that just I know it like I know they want one. I know I would want one. So I think this is good. You he actually did sum it up. I was kind of hoping that maybe he rides off into the sunset with TL with Horizon and finds a loop somewhere where he could get in. But I just don't see that with him. So I think he has to be fast. He's gonna be fast, and I think he's gonna do what he has to do to be fast. I mean, if you're staying after the race, you had a so-so CRCRC, and you're charging up packs and going back out there again. I like that. I like that determination. That that gives me hope. Let's go, Cav. We need to get him on this podcast again. Talk to him. All right. Let's let's talk about probably the most. I would say this is the controversial, the most controversial guy that come out of out of twenty twenty and the whole situation. That's with with Brock Champlin, who's now going to be running Schumacher and Agama. But I think I don't I don't know if he's stuck in a deal to run Agama. Maybe he is. Maybe he is now. But man, there was a lot of drama involved with him going to this. Like um, he. Well, let's let's go back a little bit. It kind of started. I don't know him personally. I don't know him. Never met him. All that type of stuff. I know he did well at twenty nineteen. He's really fast on on, on carpet. I want to see him do some more eight scale racing, more dirt racing. But like, remember when he when his car shut up? It, it almost hit that person at the Florida Carpet Championships here at the end of 2020. Joseph? Yeah. So it's kind of like, I didn't like, and that's when I kind of started hearing that, like, he's had lots of instant, like, he's he's just, like, he wants out at AE, he doesn't, isn't happy there, and he just, he just signed for AE a year ago. You know what I mean? So this situation is just so weird. And his, the thing is, his brother, Blake, still runs for AE. And I'm reading this letter... Yeah. Like, he goes, to the RC world, as many know, there was a controversy of, of exactly what happened with Associated Electrics, and I'm here to clarify the rumors, because quite frankly, 
I'm finding it obnoxious and irritating having to explain myself over and over again. Well, you know what, good buddy? I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something right now. You didn't do a very good job of clarifying, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to tell you something right now. You want to be a pro racer? You want to be a pro racer? Guess what? You are going to be under scrutiny at all times. I know that sucks. I know that sucks. You need to have your privacy and all that type of stuff, too. But, um, man, you're just going to have to get used to that. Like, you know, even myself. I just I, I just don't understand this whole thing. He bought out his, his contract, Joseph? Is that, like... Was he was he not getting paid that was he getting paid paid that little where he could buy it off or is he just loaded where he can buy like you know what I he mean? Probably wasn't. Maybe he wasn't paid at all and just had to buy out you know the free stuff. He maybe got maybe maybe he wasn't. I know he wants to get paid. I I heard I heard where he went looking and I heard what money he was looking for. I heard he was looking for like what? Cav and and Tasman and Mayfield money. How much was he looking for? Whatever yeah. they make. He was trying to he was trying to get what they well, make. how much shit is he? Don't I, be a pussy. I don't know. Like we, we estimate that them guys make what? Ten, twelve thousand a month? Some of them. So you don't know. Well no, not from one company. Not from one company, but from all the companies. Sorry. 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 He was but he was probably asking what they want. I would say I would say two five a month, maybe. Two to three thousand a month from these companies. So you don't know actually what he was asking for. No, I just know what I I don't I don't know exactly what Mayfield and the guys were getting paid. I I mean well what or what that Cavalier and the guys were getting paid. I have an estimate. I don't know exactly, but I just know that he was asking for similar uh similar salary. Right. So like two thousand a month or something. Roughly about that. I could be wrong, but I mean I don't think he's worth that. You know what I mean? No, so Anyway, so what's your point? Then I'll tell you. What I just I think, think, like I said, I wanted a guy that's gonna come out here and and not give a fuck. But I don't want to, like, you know, about what things are going on. But I don't want a whiny guy. Like, like honestly, man, you're under scrutiny. I know, I know, it sucks that people are messaging you and asking you where you're going and all that stuff. And he says, messaging your family and all that stuff and your name's being run into the ground. I mean, you're gonna have to kind of get used to this if you wanna, if you wanna be a pro driver because you're going to be under and now you're going to be under even more scrutiny. So I would say to Brock, embrace this, like stop trying to clarify yourself. You got a good carpet. You are a super fast carpet racer. Probably one of the best in the world. You now have a Schumacher car, which, which is pretty much designed to go on carpet over there in the UK. You're going to drive an Agama like, well, now's your time. Go take these cars, go out there and kick ass and run, you say you want to run Nitro. Well, let's run Nitro again. Let's go kick ass. Stop trying to clarify things. Let's go. Show people why you need to get paid. Yeah, I, I think it's good also that there's a bit of interest. We were just saying that there's no... Right, but I don't want... I don't want why... I don't... No personalities. I know that. So yeah, I do... We, I'm like... I'm just, but listen, listen, listen. The fact that you don't like what he said or... That's true. Or I don't. I don't say I didn't like it. or whatever. Yes, you did. I you said it's whiny. Don't want a whiny guy. You don't like no, I it. I don't. I know, but that is actually what is good about it. I know. Some people will like what he said. I do too. Him, and that's the whole point. I like that know? he said so it. That's why I think it is good. And so, having said that, 
I do think that <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous. Like he wins that race and he thinks he's Mayfield kind of. Well, he, like, he, he did win that. He won that race what? the year before, I believe. And he did do pretty good at the 2019 nationals. How, what did he do? I think he was top five, maybe. So you don't know. I'll bring well, it up. anyway, so, but he's under contract, you know, so isn't the point, like, a much sensible, much more sensible move was to finish your contract mm-hmm. and renegotiate and get something better. You I know? agree. That's what he did. But now he kind of, he made a big fuss out of it and be like, look, I'm too good for this. I'm not getting what I deserve made a bit big fuss and I think labeled himself as a bit of a risky guy to Mm -hmm. sponsor and Mm -hmm. pay, you know? So it's a mistake in that way. So now he's actually under pressure to perform and prove that he is that good and not have any drama and, you know, stuff Uh, because it's also a good way to ruin your career mm -hmm. by doing something like this. Well, because RC world is so small. Right. So it's actually going to be interesting to see now and, but this is what we need. Like now, maybe when people know about this, and he bought out his contract and he thought he huh? wasn't getting the support from Associated. He thought he's too good. He doesn't get the deal he's, you know, deserves. Like he's basically saying like his deal with Associated is holding him back. And now he's free to go and dominate, you know? I don't so think now, now we need to see that from him. So now it actually is interesting to see how he does at the races because this happened. So while I don't agree with what he did and how he did it and why he did it, I think it's a good thing he did it. I you agree. See what I mean? I, I, I actually do agree with you on that. I kind of yeah. trying to say that in my, my own words, but, you know, I just get it bumbled up. I just don't like, I just think you're going to have to be getting used to scrutiny. If you don't, well, if you want to, then fight with everybody. Maybe he can be this guy, but I just don't want it to be whiny. Like, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Whiny. I just want it to be like, hey, yeah. Uh, now go out there and like you're gonna. And I do think, I do think that Schumacher will gain a lot of popularity in USA, and not just because of him. I think because it's gonna replace uh, Yokomo to an extent, even though they're not done. And yeah, I saw maybe. I, but Mayfield wasn't at that race, by the way. I know noticed, we're so. gonna we're gonna talk about that. Um, yeah. I just think, but I want to see him. I want to see him run the Schumacher cars on dirt in America and see how well he does. That's yeah. going to be curious. Yeah. Um, I agree, and I, I definitely want to see. He's going to be running the Agama, and I guess he's. It's going to be him and Brandon Rose, and I want to see this guy. This guy, he's going to be a pro racer. I want to see him at this race. I want to see what he's going to do in Nitro as well, because I think a lot of these young guys. Oh, it's going to be. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. I think he's all right, but I like. I just like. You know what? Either Actually, either he wasn't getting paid or he wanted more money. It's yeah, either one of those know, two things. You know what? I think we've said on this podcast, I don't remember when we said it. We said that there was this, like Europe has this new generation of races and America doesn't. Wow. Because at the time it was like Rivkin mm-hmm. was like the last guy to come up and like, where are all the other guys? But within the last year, yep. We've really seen them arrive now, you, and they, but they, they've arrived through 10 scale, mm-hmm. but they are moving into eight scale. Yep. And I just like actually Mayfield also arrived through 10 scale and Cavalieri also. So I think they will become the next top guys in America. And that, so the next generation has now arrived. I agree. And this I is agree. when it is going to become 
difficult for Tebow, Mayfield, Cavalieri, um, who else? Tessman, these guys, the older established guys to still stay on top. Like in the next few years, we will see that change when these guys, uh, so... Yeah, Tom, Mason Fuller's, Mason Fuller, uh, the Tollards. brothers. Yeah, Tollard. What's the those two nerdy brothers run associated have their own? Oh, the Horns. Thing? Yeah, aren't I think they he also went super full, fast. Yeah, I think he went full factory AE now. I'm not sure because he left the yeah, factory tracks then, team. Yeah, and then the Champlins, and so there's Drayton, a number of the Drayton now. Yeah, Drayton. Up. Um, Spencer Klein. He's another. Fast, I said so it. I said it last year. Now. Yeah, what did I say last year? The Midwest is the Italy of America. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, now. I'm happy. I'm excited. I think now, like, 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 oof, I, I think the CRC showed me a lot of that too. But yeah, it's a lot of these guys. It's good, but it's gonna come down to how they perform at these big races too. It's gonna take some time, but they're gonna have. They're gonna, and these guys, they all range from. Ages too, you know, something, and then we can't forget we got little kids like Little Bump who's still out there racing hard, and he's off to sick, and he's racing pro, and he's only about nine now, probably going ten. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think that's going to be he's going to smoke everybody when it comes time, and he gets and he goes. Yeah, yeah. interesting thing. I, I agree with your points on that, Joseph. Good points, and um, yeah, the Midwest is the Italy of of America. All right, so we still have some up in the air. And you know what? I'm like, I wish Brock, I think Brock's going to be successful with Schumacher. And I just want to see these guys race Nitro. So, Tessman, man, our favorite Canadian. Uh, going from Pro Line, going from uh, OS, which, like, I, 13 and 12 years, that is a long time to not have to worry about an engine program and a tire program. That, that was. Yeah. That was 13 and 12 years of not having to worry about having the best engine or the best tires. Not saying, you know what I mean, but like, come on. So now, I don't, we haven't heard anything. Well, he did, he did worry about the tires. Yeah, he went to J Concepts and you got all, (laughs) hey, he went J Concepts and you got burned for it and you got crucified for it. Oh, I'll never forget. I didn't know, I wasn't friends with you at that time. I was even saying, like they shot the messenger, like, Oh, I would, yeah, I thought it was awesome. Testament. The rumors are FX engines. I'm hearing hot race tires, maybe raw speed, maybe no tire sponsor, maybe freelancing like you and um, Runafout. Yeah, X-Ray do that, actually. See, even Bruno is, you know, freelance, basically. <laughs> he runs whatever. Or if, or they uh, make you, or they make you run, the same, I think. or they make you run tires at world events, no matter what. Yeah, yeah. Like, Bayer did it. Yep. Got fired by AKA. Yep. At the world, Tessman did it, but nothing happened. So yeah, well, there's definitely. Uh, let's not talk about the tire sourcing at the 2015 Euros where they let our good buddy um, Walanka take out the fall for it. <laughs> yeah, he's been Everyone on a direct. He's he's been on a downward sourcing tires. Everyone stops except Walanka. <laughs> He's a car. I wish he would come back. He's an amazing racer too. Like I wish he would come back. Yeah. But I think that was his downward spiral after that. Like he just hasn't been the same ever since. Then he went S Works. 
Hey, JK Racing should hire Walanka just to do the RCGP rounds. You like, should. You should. That would be that would be such a fun fun time. He did get a Mugen and was threatened to come back out, but it's I that's a, that's a guy we have to talk about too. We haven't talked about him for a long time. I should get him on the podcast. Yes, I should. Wait, is his English good? He barely speaks English. Oh, fuck. I think. Damn it. All right. So, Tasman, we 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 talked about Tasman on the driver ranking video and we actually we actually realized that we have been overlooking him for a while. He's actually been getting... Po- he hasn't won anything. That's the problem. Eight skill. Overlooking. I, I said this in the... Right. You, you, I realized we was overlooking it. Like, we, look, we went back mm. and looked at his world performances, his podium, every world's. He's on yeah. the podium, but he just hasn't been able to get that win in a while. And let's be honest, he hasn't won eight skill since what? Um, when he first went... Did he... No, because he didn't win DNC. Yeah, he just hasn't. He just hasn't. He's won eight scale races against X Ray, but he hasn't won a big eight scale. Like when I say big, big, like a DNC, a Nationals, um, a Silver State stuff like that. He hasn't won one of those races in quite some time. And you know, he was very quiet, obviously being in Canada this year and not really traveling too much. But I just find it strange that they're going from. I think he's just going with the um, with the Marco. Madman Marco Baruffalo package. FX engines, hot race, hot race tires. Hit up, hit up Marco Baruffalo, who you love so much to get set up help. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's an enigma. He has not announced where he's going. And uh, all that stuff. So what are your thoughts on this, Joseph? I think, I think, Here's my okay. Here's my thoughts on whatever. If he goes, if he goes, no tire sponsor, I think it's a good move. I think whatever he goes is going to be good. But if he goes to a particular brand of tires, it's going to be a, a learning curve coming from Proline, where you have unlimited resources and tire compounds, and not unlimited, but you know, so many to go into a, a tire company like Hot Race, who's still developing their compounds, still, still coming up with tread patterns and stuff like that, or even raw speed. So you don't have that. That's that's like a safety net that you always had that you don't have no more. But they also had that that OS engine, like you know, the OS engine that that they got in, in great mileage out of that they were able to use, and they never had, you know, all that type of stuff. That's that's a. I think that's those are two big. The tires probably more, but also the engine. Those are two big parts of your program that you just. Engine's going to gonna be a big deal. Yeah, I, I think, think so. for them because Barofalo has Barofalo and. Uh, what's his face? Coelho have been flaming out. Coelho flamed out at the Worlds, but Ophelo flamed out like a million times. And they they always say that they run out of fuel, which I don't always believe, but they can't, I mean, well, they can be lying every time, but if, either way, let's put it this way. If they just flame out and there is still fuel, that's a problem. Why do they have ghost flame outs like that randomly? If they are running out of fuel, the runtime is very inconsistent for some reason. So there's some sort of issue going on there. I'm curious to see how it works out for Ty. Can they I figure too. it out? Um, we we, you know, we I don't know. We aren't sure where he's going yet. We don't. I don't know. He hasn't said anything. Yeah, the FX posted that they have a world champion joining. Like okay. who else? Okay, I didn't see that. Um. <sighs> I don't know, man. I don't. I I think what we're seeing here too is we could go back to when they got let go from Proline, 
is because we all thought that they were going to go J Concepts. I mean, I I was I'm told for a while that Tasman, you know, Tasman, the Tasman's going to go to JC, and Jason really wanted them at some point. But I think what it came down to is money because it's not just Ty. I, I'm pretty sure you have to help Gord at the same, you know, because it's like a package. You can't just take Ty without Gord. You get what I'm saying? So that's becoming, a, that's one of the reasons why everybody was suspecting that Gord and Ty would go to TLR. I just said, I just don't see it happening because you have to take the package. You know what I mean? So with that said, maybe, maybe if they go hot race, for instance, or even raw speed, maybe Gord steps up in that position. Like, I don't think he had a position at Proline, but obviously he had influence. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. You know I, I don't think he was, I, let's put it this way. I think Gord was getting some money from Proline or getting some subsidies from Proline, probably through Ty. You know what I mean? He, I don't man, think so. Man, for a man. For I, think, I think Ty's salary goes to Gord's account and then Gord gives him like 5%. I it. don't know how that happens. I don't know. I'm just saying, you see, you got all personal. I'm just saying, Gord is working in RC, so time is money. You have to Gord get gives, Gord, Gord gets all the money and then gives Ty an allowance. Oh, God. We're going to get a letter from so if, he, if he gets the best lap, he gets a bonus. And if he TQs, he gets a bonus. Every time he crashes, the, he, God reduces the allowance that Ty gets. Okay. See? See, you get all excited and you start going overboard. Overboard. Calm. This, uh, this is what I truly believe. Okay. 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 I, I think... Actually, actually, okay. So let me just say one thing. So okay. I have heard... This is not now my story. This is... I have heard that there was a point where Gord made more money than Ty from a company. I'm not kidding. Oh, he would have to make I'm money to- this from a good source that there was a point in time where a company was paying Gord more than Ty. This is what I've heard. I'm, I'm, I'm not disputing that. I'm not, I'm, I'm not surprised at that. I mean, at, a, at one point, Ty wasn't I am, even- I am surprised at that. No, because at one point, you got to remember that Ty wasn't even old enough to-, to do anything with his salary. But I, I maybe happened later than that. I don't know what happens with no, these No, I'm going to get a cease and desist. I know. Desist, yeah, thanks. Cease and desist. Cease and desist from Canada. No, from, Allegedly. Oh, God. This is I, a, I do want to get Ty on this podcast allegedly, at one point. So. Allegedly, a goal with more money. I think I think whatever they do... But definitely, he's, definitely he is paying... Ty an allowance. Oh, That's how gosh. it works. Anyway, back to... By the way, have you seen recently Ty looks like God? Well, it's his son. He should he's look like He's grown up. He's he got a beard. Yeah, he's 27 years old. I saw a he's picture not a kid or anymore. something. I'm like, holy shit. He's 27. He's not yeah. a kid anymore. But he went from like 14 to 27. Oh, like he was 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 27. You know, so like 14, 14, COVID, 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 you see type 27. Okay. You know, so it just sort of, I don't know, it hit me differently somehow. I think, I think, I think they'll be back up to pace. I do think it's going to be interesting to see. It's just like, you know, you got, you got that engine, that runtime that you had, unless FX has done, if FX has done something and you just have to have this, that tire, like, you know what I mean? So it'd be something though, because remember if they go to hot race, because remember what happened at the 2018 Euros when they made Coelho switch from hot race to pro line for the final, that pissed Nico a lot off so bad. 
Yeah, but he won. Quarter one. Yeah, he did. Race. He did. He did. He did. So I think that the Testmans will figure it out. Yeah, of course. It's it's not that big. You know, the Testmans they do their own thing. So that's one thing about them. They do. They truly do their own thing. They figure out what works for Ty. What do we need? How can we win? So they some top drivers they they sort of run what other people run. You know, they're followers in that way. And then they are just so skilled and talented that they win. Ty does his own thing. His car setups are very different because he, I don't know, drives a different way, likes a different thing. You know, so, yeah. I, I think, I think, I think, I, I, don't, I think they will get it. I think they will, it's, it's hard. They can't really do anything up there in Canada because it's, it's snowing. So, um, you know, they can't really go test nitros and all that type of stuff. And so they're not going to have much time to get back up on pace once they do. You know what I mean? So we shall see. It's going to be interesting. But he's, he's Thai and he's good. And they, like you said, they will figure it out. And um, they will go. But even like X-Ray. X-Ray doesn't seem to be gaining much traction in America too. It's expensive. Expensive cars. No, not really. Yeah. yeah. Well, oh. maybe more now with... Uh Chicarello. I actually think that's who should be the U.S. team manager. Um, I think he did a great job. Great. I don't think he wants to be. Yeah, I don't think he wants it either. I don't blame him. He's probably making better money out, real money out in the real world, less headaches. But he did a great job at Serpent. In fact, if you trace back where Serpent's downfall started is when they let go of him, if you ask me. Well, that's, yeah. yeah. Well, let's, let's say Serpent's not, because that's a company that's pretty much, in America, non-existent anymore. I know long time Serpent guys. Anyway, I know long time UK. Long time Serpent guys who are just gone. Like it's like, man, I don't know if I should stay or go. They're just gone. I don't think it's popular in the UK. Yeah, Tony Advoca does a pretty good job over there. All right. Yeah, but is it really popular in the UK? More popular than America, I would say. Are we talking eight scale now or both? All right. So we 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 touched on this. The other. The other move, there are other moves like engine swaps, like people moving tires and all that. Joe Bornhorst went to J Concepts, stuff like that. But I think what two things I read this week, uh, you, you, you bought, you're actually too close to the mic, so I'm coming and getting feedback. Mayfield's future for 10th scale, because I also saw that Lee Martin is staying with Yokomo to the end of this year as well. So, you know, the rumor is that like Mayfield was linked to linked to S-Works for a long time and they thought it was a done deal and then all of a sudden it wasn't. From what I heard, he's going to be running eight scale, 10 scale cars. But I mean, I could also see him running Yokomo to the end of the year. Why not? I'm trying to think how I heard this. So can I say it? Uh, well, I heard what you said too. No, I told you. Yeah, but I asked somebody else and they said yes. But I'm trying to think that was I told this in confidence. I don't think I was. Who the hell, who could have told me this? Wait, let me think. You know what? I really can't remember. Shit. Well, since you've also heard it from probably someone else then. Do you want to say it? I don't know. Oh, I heard it's going to run eight E cars. I thought it was going to be through one up. Yeah, well, what I heard was basically that he's going to run AE cars 
and it's just through J Concepts. Right, 10 scale so J Concepts. Yeah, 10 scale. So he's, he runs Mugen and then he runs Associated Cars thanks to J Concepts, where in reality it's Associated helping. I think also so. With that. Yeah, I would believe so. So now but they do it through J Concepts because they don't want to have ten scale only guys. Right. You know, it's similar to. I, so I, it's not a. It's sort of like a satellite team deal right, almost. Right. I get that. I mean, why? He might also decide to stay with Yokomo for the rest of the year. I mean, he still has to get paid for the rest of the year. To the end of the year, but yeah, is I this is this lining up going ten scale AE? Is this lining him up? To go full AE in 2022? I, I don't know. I could see it. If he's going AE 10 scale this year, I don't see... I, I, I think the only reason Mayfield would stay on... Like, if he doesn't go AE in 2022, I'll be very surprised. Or maybe another company. But... I think the reason he would stay with Mugen is because he's just so comfortable with that. I think he thinks he will have the best chance of winning a world championship with that. So let's see what he thinks at the end of 2022, if there's no Worlds this year. Yeah. If, if there's a Worlds this year, I, he's, he's okay. But I don't think there's going to be. But if they're thinking like that, like, I don't know. Like, we all know that Rona really is AE. He's run AE for as long as Neil Craig, I think. You know? So I would... And I think this would be a great place for, if he went to AE, I think it'd be a great place for him to end his career. And I'm not saying that his career is over, you know what I mean? But I just think, I just don't, I don't know the ins and outs. We'll see what happens. It's strange that he wasn't at the CRCRC, right? He'll probably be at SIC this weekend. Maybe not. But uh, yeah, it's interesting to see. Uh, I think he has many choices. He can stay with Yokomo at the end of the year, go do this route. He could have went S-Works. The world, hey, when it, I think I think the RC world has money and open arms for Ryan Mayfield. Most companies, wouldn't you? Like I, I think, think so, yeah. I think he's the one, the one racer who can say, "Hey, I want to get this or nothing," and it will happen. You know, right now, because just how yeah. just how popular and how good he is, like you know. So, it's gonna be interesting to see. It's going to be interesting to see. I think that's all the silly season news that I have, Joseph. And like, yeah, that's it. That's, yeah. TLR really grew this year, 2020. They're going to be, they're super big in 2021. S-Works has Hackert. It's going to be good. Brock to Schumacher. Um, Cav to TLR. Drake to TC, JC. And of course, Jones to Techno. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with the Techno team. And who comes out on top with that? It's going to be, if we get to race, it's going to be an exciting, I think we're going to be, we're going to see rivalries in both 10. I think we're, we're going to see 10 scale heat up because the, you know, the rivalry is going to be there, I think. And we're going to see it boil over to the eight scale. I can't wait if it happens. I can't wait to see these young guys and all these veterans go at it. I can't wait. Yeah, It's going to be good. It didn't end up being the, Silly season that I expected, really. Not quite. What, so Was it bigger than what you thought? No, smaller. So really? maybe maybe next, maybe the end of this year after COVID. Maybe. Do you think Who we're going to see, do you think we're going to see um, a driver without a deal in 2022? I think there's drivers it's, out there. It has to happen. I think there's drivers happen. out there now that we're getting a salary from tire companies that aren't getting a, a salary now. 
Yeah. I think they're just getting free product. Maybe some some contingency. Is this the reset that the industry needed needs? Or, or the start of it? The start of it, I hope. I hope too. Because it's obvious that the business model that we're that we're currently like doing is not sustainable and collapsing. And like people are like, oh, you just you just it's always it's always what's the word I'm looking for? It's always brimstone and fire from you guys left. You no, know, like open your eyes, you can see this type of stuff. We want we want to grow RC, make it cool. Joseph, do we have a rant? No, we don't have a rant. We've been talking two and a half hours, everybody. We don't have a rant. We will have a guest next week. It's good to be back behind the mic. Thank you, Joseph, for your time. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Let us know what you guys think about um, Silly Season Predictions and some of the stuff we rambled on about today. We, we, I always like to talk to people about certain things. If I missed your question, I, I apologize. You know, Some people send me private messages. I don't get them. Um, yeah, let's go, man. 2021's here. We don't know what it's going to bring. Hopefully, it brings some racing. We've got a lot of racing this weekend. Good luck to everybody that's racing this weekend, traveling. Please be safe. You know, use your mask, social distances, all that type of stuff, man. Come on. Just like, let's let's do what we have to do to keep on racing. That's my thing. Like, you know what I mean? So, I don't know what's going on. We got, like I said, SIC, A Main Challenge, CRCRC, plus probably a lot of races going on this weekend. Everybody have fun. Good luck. Send it without responsibility. Um, and let's see who comes out on top here. It's going to be an interesting weekend, week of race. We're probably going to have a lot to talk about next week as well. Um, Joseph, anything you want to add before I do my my outro spiel here? Goodbye. That's it. Anyway, guys, Nitrous the Glory, E-Buggy pays the bills. Thank you for listening to us. We are back. This is episode 108. Thank you for your support. It's greatly appreciated. Thank you to all the awesome, the NNRC squad around the world. Thank you to all the patrons that support us. We greatly appreciate it. If you want to wish to become a patron, there's a link in the written description of this podcast. Thank you guys for that support. It helps keep bills paid, new equipment, all that stuff. Thank you um, to all the awesome companies that support us. They are, uh, you know, Joseph, I have to bring you back. Oh, I have to bring you back, Joseph. Why? Because I can't remember all the sponsors and it's right here because <laughs> they changed up. Uh, and you should say goodbye too. So anyway, thank you to all of our... All of our awesome sponsors. Remember, go to the Mayako website and IG and you can, hey, fill that out because you can win a buggy. They're going to do the drawing this Friday, what they said in the, in the press you know release. What? I'm going to do that. But I'm not, how do I do it for Facebook? No. Um, I don't know. I don't know. So remember that we are going to hear some news from Mayako this, this Friday. So looking forward to that. Thank you to Techno RC for their long time support. I greatly appreciate it. Thank you to Beach RC, Lucas and Brent. You guys have fun at uh, SIC. Remember guys, go check them out. Grab yourself some NNRC gear. Shout out to JQ Racing, man. Good luck to all the JQ Racing guys this weekend. Racing SCRC. Hey, uh, track looks awesome. Hope you guys, you know, I, I'm, I'm really, it's really unfortunate about RCGP, but, um, you know, RCRC will be great and go check them out in El Paso. Racecraft USA, get your command module, manscaped.com. Remember, there's a promo code for that. It is promo code, um, no name and all caps, 20%. Papa Willie's Traction Tonic, check them out, 10% off that as well. All this is in the written description of this podcast. RCGP, RCMX, Wally Bilge, JQ Threads, House of RC, everybody sign up. Shout out to my boy, Connor Ehlers of Duluth Cranes. Thank you for your support. Remember, everybody. Nitrous to glory.
E-buggy pays the bills. If you ain't grinding, you're sliding. Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Let's all change RC together and make it awesome. Joseph, I am out. Lefty out. See you guys later. See ya. What about the outro? Yeah, I forgot the outro the last time. Here we go. Drop that outro. Thank you for listening to the No Name RC Podcast. We greatly appreciate all the support and love from you, the listeners. Without all of you, none of this is possible. Special thanks to our patrons on Patreon. If you wish to support the podcast further, you can at patreon.com forward slash NNRC Podcast. As a patron, you will receive early releases, special content, and patron only giveaways also please follow us on facebook instagram and our website www.nnrcpodcast.com remember nitro is the glory but e-buggy pays the bills if you aren't having fun it doesn't make sense and if you ain't grinding you're sliding lefty out Nitro is the glory, Nitro is the glory, Nitro is the glory. so bad.